Welcome, everybody, to episode 98 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Will. Corey. Today we're going to be talking about new releases, Remember Me, and the indie title, The Swapper. Uh, it'll be a split episode, but, uh, you know, those those are the two games we're going to be talking about today. Uh, teasers for later on in the episode. Going to be talking about State of Decay, a little Halo 4 talk, Dante's Inferno. We're also doing a To the Moon drawing. We meant to start doing this last week, but we're going to... We're gonna do a to the mo- to the moon drawing for this week. We'll do the drawing actually next week, but we'll talk about the details a little bit later in this episode. Uh, we're also gonna be talking a little Metro Last Light. So Hotline Miami, Hotline Miami. That's another one where we'll be talking about later. I forgot I saw you playing that on Steam, Corey. So uh, well, let's get into Nibble Bits first. Eric, what do you got for Nibble Bits? Hmm. Okay, first one. I'll start with um, there was a sign that was up somewhere in L.A. uh, at the L.A. Convention Center showing that Dark Souls 2 will be coming out in March of 2014. Nice. I don't know if that was since confirmed. Yeah, I I think, well, not by them, but the people took pictures of the sign. Yeah, 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 I have a picture of it here. Um, Yeah, so that's cool. Mm -hmm. Um, Next one, bit of sad news. Uh, One of the Oculus Rift developers was killed during a police chase. I guess they were chasing a fugitive... And the guy happened to be out for a walk. His name is Andrew Scott Reese. Um, But he was out for a walk and got run over by the fugitive while out for a walk. So that sucks. Terrible. Now we're all pretty excited for that product. So it sucks somebody that was making that and a promising thing died. He was like the co-founder, wasn't he? He was something like pretty pretty high high up. up. On the Oculus Rift, but he won't get to see like yeah his where his product come to fruition. That sucks, all because of some asshole. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, he gets locked away yeah. and dead. Yep. Um, another thing I thought was kind of interesting was uh, Infinity Ward almost walked away from the Call of Duty series after Modern Warfare Three and was going to go in a different direction, but I guess they decided to stick with uh, Call of Duty and make Ghost. As their next thing, I would, I, Great. that would have been kind of interesting if they just walked away completely from it. That'd yeah. be sweet. Yeah, but why would you? Yeah, it's nah. too much of a money maker. Yeah. That's, that, that'd be tough to, to walk away from, I feel like. Yeah. And my last one, and my most exciting piece for me is, uh, well, this is a two-parter. DC Universe Online and Planetside 2 have been confirmed for PS4. Another huge grab for me yeah. on the PS4. Planetside 2 is perfect for yeah. like a console. I really... I, I think so. I'm pumped for that. Yeah, that's Super great. Super pumped. Corey, are you excited for that at all or no? Which game? Planetside 2 for PS4. No. Corey didn't like oh, it for, for PC, really, so. Oh, fair enough. What about DC Universe Online? I'm not a big comic book guy. Okay. Even Did... even the Batman games, as, as good as I could recognize they were, I just did, couldn't get into them. All right. Okay. And that's it for me. All right. Will, what do you got for us? Um, my first one is Deep Silver revealed that Metro Last Light's first week sales have uh, surpassed Metro 23's lifetime sales. And um, uh, Metro Last Light's PC sales tripled Metro 23's worldwide sales. So. Wow. Good to see Last Light getting some sales getting and helping out 4A with uh, making more games in the future. Yeah. Um, my next one is EA is getting rid of the online passes not only for new games, but for their, all their games in general. So... That's good news for me because one of my friends redeemed my online pass for NHL. Oh. Thir- 13, for whatever whatever one they're on. So I can't play online, but now that they're getting rid of the online pass for that, I can finally actually play online with that game. Nice. Um, 
My next one is the website Alien Noir, which is a Prey 2 fan site, reports that Arcane Studios is going to be making Prey 2. Um, this was rumored from a, a tipster before, and uh, more and more places are reporting that uh, Arcane Studios is going to be making Prey 2. And Prey 2 is a game that has been canceled, and no one really knows what was going on with it, what was happening with it, all sorts of stuff like that. So it's good to see that that's getting picked back up and by Arcane Studios, who made Dishonored, which we weren't thrilled with but had, had potential had potential but uh it's going to somebody who you know ma- who made a good game yeah and just decided got acclaimed okay so um and the last one i don't really want to talk about because it's depressing but uh square enix announced that uh who's ready for deus ex the fall which got all the deus ex fans and everybody just really excited turns out they announced a mobile game Crushing Crushing everybody. Literally, everybody was so excited for that. I was reading comments and Destructor and Kotaku, and everybody was just like, oh my god, I can't wait for this. And somebody's like, watch it be a mobile game. And everybody's <laughs> like, yeah, okay, that won't happen. Now it's a mobile game. Uh, and it's just funny. recycling human revolution elements to the game, and I almost cried. There's probably a PR person that was like on the message boards and they're like watch it'll be a mobile game <laughs> yeah someone who someone who knows the 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 ins and outs of the of the business just a gauge reaction <laughs> that's funny but like I, I clicked the article and the first one was a meme with a guy face palming uh-huh. um another one was adam jensen said in human revolution i never asked for this so people were saying that a lot um the youtube video where they announced it i checked this yesterday when the video first went up 620 likes, 8,251 dislikes. Uh, Their Facebook page was flooded with hate. Makes you wonder who liked it. Same guy that liked the Xbox One reveal. Probably. Probably. <laughs> yeah. That asshole. Or maybe it was the people who made the game just got on their YouTube accounts and liked it yeah. just to get something. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, It's not like Deus Ex is a very mobile-friendly like franchise. No, no it's all touch controls. Yeah. All of it. And it's just so disappointing because I was so excited. I actually tweeted, who's ready for Deus Ex the Fall on our account? And then when I read that, I was like, hope you weren't actually excited for Deus Ex the Fall. Yeah. Somebody responded to that yeah. in feedback. Yeah. yeah. I was just disheartened. That was the saddest I ever was at video games. Yeah. Was that. Because crushing. I'm a, I'm Makes big... you want to drink, doesn't it, Will? No. Oh. Right. And I know Dragon's Dogma had another had like a free to play game that got announced that everybody was upset with, too. Yeah. So that wasn't a very good day in gaming. No. Gaming announcements. No, sir. But, yeah, that was pretty depressing. Mm-hmm. I'm still depressed. Okay. Anything else? And that's it. All right, what do you got, Corey? The Scapegoat 2 trailer was released this past week. I know everybody, you, well, by everybody, I mean you three guys all teased me for really liking the first Scapegoat. I don't think um, I ever teased you. I did. I did. But I really, really enjoyed it, and I played it. It was probably the best browser-based game I ever played, and uh, also challenged for my game of the year. Uh, last year, at least it was in the conversation. But it's just a little uh, puzzle platformer, <laughs> single screen puzzle platformer, and they showed the trailer for the second game this past week, and mm-hmm. I'm very excited for it. Excellent. Uh, Lionhead teased its, and then confirmed its HD remake of the original Fable. Uh, it's getting some some not only graphical updates, but a few extra things here and there. I think uh, interface overhaul, faster loading times. Uh, something else I can't remember off the top of my head, but uh, it's being called Fable Anniversary. Is it exclusive to the 360? Probably. Maybe PC. I hope PC, because I would buy that, definitely. Yeah. I, I, I would consider it. I mean, I can remember. I can still remember being excited for the original Hable, Hable, Fable. Yeah. 
And though it was a letdown, it was still a good game. Yeah, yeah, it was decent. Yeah. Um, but it does have a legacy. Right. So Zynga shut down OMG Pop, the <laughs> studio they acquired in 2010 or maybe 11, 2011. 11. For $220 million, they bought them for, and they just, this past week, shut them down, laid off the employees. It was part of a bigger wave of layoffs. Um, but, uh, yeah, so it was it was pretty funny because Zynga, in its typical fashion, let people down not professionally, I guess. It broke the news to these people not very professionally, but they, they took it well, and they all celebrated and went out and were drinking. And That's good. So good for them, but uh, yeah, they're the studio that made Draw Something, the game that was a hit for like a day, and that's the day that Zynga happened to buy them. Um, good for that company. It, good it for... just quickly disintegrated. Yeah. So. Okay. Oh well. Yeah. Uh, Smash Brothers, the lead developer for Smash Brothers, says we'll be seeing the first video footage of the game at their quote-unquote E3 presentation, just their Nintendo Direct, um, on June 11th. So if you're excited for Smash Bros., tune in. Uh I am. I am, too. Me, too. So is Eric. Yep. Pumped. Pumped. I am pumped. Uh, And the last one was a leak today. Uh, Modern Warfare, the creators of Modern Warfare, uh, is it Respawn Entertainment, their new studio? Yeah, it's Respawn. Their new game they've been working on is called Titanfall. And it will be a Xbox PC exclusive. It is coming out for the original Xbox. Well, I say original, but I mean Xbox 360 and the Xbox One. The Xbox One version will use the Xbox One's cloud computing capabilities, so it can run at full board um, because it's it's operating at more than what the hardware can handle. So that's a that's a benefit to. Uh, the game being able to utilize Microsoft's cloud computing, but uh, at the same time, it means you'll have to always be connected to play it. There is a separate 360 version uh, that is being developed not by Respawn, which is kind of weird. That is weird. Um, They're pawning off the the lower graphical game on another studio. Yeah. (laughs) That's weird. I mean, it it might be... for PC gamers, you know, most of them are connected all the time anyway, so they right. probably don't care. But right. the game runs on Valve Source Engine, oh. so uh, yeah, it'll it'll be interesting to see more about it. Apparently, it looks really good, um, but again, we'll we'll see. I'm sure that'll be something that will be shown at E3. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, there's an update in the article I'm looking at right now. An EA spokesperson says there will be more tight Titanfall revealed at EA's E3 press conference. So we will know more then. All right. That's all I got. Okay. Uh, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic has been released for the iPad for nine ninety nine. I have a close friend, actually, that bought it and said it's it's really good, that the touch controls work just fine. So, I saw it got good reviews. Yeah, so that's good. It's You know, that's the type of stuff that should be pushed to mobile games is, is classic games like that as opposed to making new, you know, getting people excited for new titles and, and disappointing them with a mobile game. I think, you know, that's the Crushing right Crushing is the better. Crushing disappointment. That'd be yeah. like if they only put FIFA 14 on my phone. Right. That would suck. I wouldn't buy it. Right. You just want to die. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I don't blame Speak, you. Speaking of that, Dan, I, I just, I don't think anybody, maybe somebody tweeted, I don't think so, but Final Fantasy Tactics got a graphical overhaul on the iPhone. Oh, yeah. Devices. 
and it's uh, on sale for eight bucks. So okay. it looks really good too. Yeah, I was surprised because usually they say that like the graphical overhaul for uh, or the the HD remake for Final Fantasy VII. Like the, I thought it looked worse. Um, <laughs> I remember you saying that. Yeah, because the, the they did the character models, but they stood out and didn't look like they fit into the world. Yeah, looked stupid. Corey, how so. much is that normally? It's like 16. Yeah. Oh, wow. It's like half off. That's one I might be able to get into on my phone. Add it to the backlog. Yeah, maybe yeah. Well, right? And that's a long one, too. It's like 30 Christ. hours, probably. I don't remember how long it took. Oh, I think it took me like 26, <laughs> maybe, for 4 in February to beat it. So, uh, Amazon today announced their own indie game store. Titles purchased from now until July 17th come with codes for three additional indie games selected by Amazon. Ooh. So whenever you make a purchase, you get three games on top Bless of it. Bless Amazon's heart. Yep. Uh, and then with any bundle that you purchase, you know, bundle of indie games, you get 100% of the sales go directly to the developer, wow. which is also really good. Uh, so, so more love for indies uh, coming from Amazon, which is great. Amazon just taking control. Yeah, they are. Uh, and then my last note of it is a legendary gaming landfill in New Mexico where millions of unsold E.T. the extraterrestrial copies for Atari 6, 2600 is going to be excavated with a Canadian documentary crew there to film the progress. Uh, that's kind of a, a gaming legend at this point, but they're they're going to go dig up that landfill and see if that is indeed where all the all those millions of the bust extraterrestrial game or E.T. game are now resting so ripping yeah they'll, that'll be interesting to see what they what they come up with from there so uh let's get into our weeks eric how's your week uh pretty good i guess um i there's one thing that i wanted to definitely mention that happened to me while i was playing fifa the other day Uh-oh. um God, i feel like an idiot but at the same time i feel like it's more of a slate on how shitty humanity is yeah uh, so anyway, I was playing FIFA the other day, and I got this message out of nowhere from this guy, and he's like, hey, I've got uh, an Ibrahimovic, who's really good, and uh, an Aryan Robin card that I'm looking to trade for a striker. And Robin's somebody that I've always wanted. He's really good. He's German, so he'd fit right good into my team for chemistry and stuff, because I have a lot of Germans. So I was like, all right, I'll, you know, I, I told him who my strikers were. And he's like, all right, I'll, t- I'll take uh, Wayne Rooney. And I was like, perfect. I don't like playing with Rain- Wayne Rooney because he's slow. So I was like, yeah, that's perfect. So basically what you have to do to, to trade in that is you go to the trade market, set your card at a really high amount, and they can search for that specific amount and what formation he's in. So he searches for it. And when the trade offer comes through, sometimes the card that they're offering you, the picture doesn't show up. Which because it's not loading or something. It's something. It's just a glitch in the system. I've it's happened to me a few times, but it's usually a friend, so I'm not right. worried about it. So the picture of the card didn't show up that he was sending me, and I, I was like, Oh god! I'm like, man, I just don't know. I'm like, I don't know if I should do this, but I wanted to have a little faith in yeah. humanity. Yeah, you know. And I thought to myself, honestly, I was like, you know, it's Wayne Rooney. I don't even like playing with him really because he's slower than shit and. I need speed on my team, so I was like, I'm just going to do it. Sure as, sure as shit, he sends me a ball in return. And I was like, I wasn't even that mad, because like I said, I, I didn't care about the player. I probably would have lost my shit. Yeah, I I, I didn't care, because my team's loaded anyway, right. and I didn't use him that much, but 
it was just like, what the fuck is wrong with people? Yeah. Like, why do that? Yeah. He's having a good old time, well, though. Yeah, and I sent him a message just to let him know how unpissed off I was. I go, hey, it's all good, man. I didn't like playing with him anyways too slow. Yeah. And I... <laughs> You really pulled the wool over my eyes, yeah, buddy. Yeah, like, I knew there was a possibility that right. was going to happen, but I was just having a little faith in humanity. Yeah, you should have been like, oh, you, you really got you me a good one. cocksucker. Did he say anything to you? Yeah, he asked me if there's anybody else I wanted to send him. Fucker. <laughs> what? Yeah, I'm going to fall for that one again. You should have said somebody and then send him that card. I don't think his own trick would have worked on him, but, I mean, what a dick. Yeah. Um. Ridiculous. I mean, I felt like I had something else to talk about for my week, but I apparently can't remember. Oh, I wanted to mention that I put my backlog together. Mm-hmm. Um, I I know I left some stuff out, and how many games are in the orange box? Do you know? Three? Three. Oh, yeah. Okay. I think it's so Half-Life I, 2, Team Fortress, and I put that in Portal. as one. So I've got a total of 50 games that I counted, and I know I left a few out from digital downloads that uh-huh. I didn't have hard copies and stuff. Uh, I'm not going to go through all of them, but, I mean, there's some really long ones in there, like Fallout 3, Fallout New Vegas that will let me borrow, Deus Ex is in there, Borderlands 2, uh, The Witcher 2, so I've got... (laughs) You've got some hours there. Which has led me... I already wasn't planning on uh, trading in my Xbox 360, because I'm not planning on getting an Xbox One. Right. But I can't decide if I want to trade my PS3 in or not. Because I have enough money saved up to pay for the PS4, I'm assuming, that I don't need to worry about trading it in. Right. And I just added to my backlog today for the PS3. None of it's backwards compatible at all? No, PS4 isn't backwards compatible. It's not? No. Oh, that's stinky. I mean, I figured that would be the case, but... Right. I mean, I've got... I just purchased today, I bought the Shadow Shadow of Colossus and Ico and Uncharted 1 and 2 dual pack. I've got Metal Gear 4. I don't know if I'll be able to get to all that before PS4 comes out. It's only like five months. It's not that far off. Yeah, it's only five months. And there's going to be new games coming out. But I have made a commitment to myself that I will not play FIFA 13 again unless it's pro clubs. Okay. Because I've basically... Oh, I shouldn't say that. I've maxed, maxed out my ultimate team. I've won the title six times. My seasons, though, I haven't beat Division 1 yet. Right. That's one thing I do want to shoot for. But I, I, for right now, I'm going to put FIFA on the back burner. Okay. Except when you're playing pro clubs. Pro clubs is different, but we don't do it too often. So I give it three weeks. Do you think I should trade my PS3 in, or should I, should I not? Well, here's the thing. You're not going to probably want both last-gen systems and the, the next-gen system, I would think. Well, you got to remember, too, though. I do want one up in my bedroom as a Netflix machine. Okay, yeah. But those are all good games. Right. You know? Like, I want to play the games for PS3 that were supposed to be the games you have to play for PS3. Yeah. So that's the dilemma. Move the PS3 up to your room for the Netflix. Keep the Xbox downstairs. You're not getting an Xbox One. Right. And then put the PS4 downstairs, too. Yeah, 360. So you think I should keep it? That's what I would do, personally. You think I should keep it, Dan? I mean, at least for now. I would I would try and hammer out those titles. Yeah. I think that's going to be my plan is to just work through those as quick as I can. Yeah. Uncharted 1 I almost have beat from somebody let me borrow it. Okay. So that won't take me long. And then Uncharted 2 I'm assuming isn't too long. I don't, yeah, I don't think any of the Uncharted games are very Metal long. Metal Gear 4, I don't know how long that is. 
Probably not super Corey? long. What? Metal, Do you know how long Metal, Metal, Metal Gear? Gear 4 is? No, Any I have idea? no idea. Yeah. So, I don't know. Shadow, Colossus, and Ico are kind of artsy games, so I'm assuming mm-hmm. they're not very long. If I can hammer through those, maybe I'll I'll trade her in. Yeah. But right now I'm leaning towards no. Right. I don't know. Depends on how much you like the multiplayer for The Last of Us, too. Yeah. It's getting good reviews. It's not getting greatest multiplayer ever reviews. Yeah, I figured it probably would. The game itself, obviously, is getting great reviews. Right. But it's like... I didn't read too much about the multiplayer, but it sounds like it's more team-based than yeah. just single-player, you know what I mean? Yep. Like, Call of Duty, where, like, you're the guy, you know yeah. what I mean? But it sounds like you earn stuff for your whole team, yeah. which is cool, so yeah. we'll see. Yeah, it, I read about it, and I, it, I, it didn't make any sense to me. Yeah, um, it it's one of those things you have to play, yeah. I think, to, to get it. That's what so. I, That's kind of the feeling I got, too, so. Okay. All right. That's it for my week. I've All rambled right. on enough. Will, what do you got for us? Um, the first thing was last Friday was prom night. Um, that's all I want to say about that. The greatest night of your life. We meant to, <laughs> we meant to put up a picture of you and your tux. It's not worth it. Why? You look handsome. Thank you. I mowed greens in it the next day. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> nice. So. That was probably nice and sweaty. That was probably the highlight of the prom for me. Prom nice. weekend. But other than that, uh, my last day of school is tomorrow, so. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, that's a round of applause deserving right there. I don't. Wow. I that hate is it. Fantastic. No. I do hate it. I'm not ready. I'm glad that you enjoyed high school more than I did. It's but not, it's not that I enjoyed high school. It's just I'm not ready. You to You don't move want to be on. an adult yet. Yeah. Well, I can't blame you there. Because everybody in you high just a, just because you're out of high school though doesn't mean you have to be an adult. I yeah. just started being an adult recently. So yeah, I'm still not quite an adult. But the increased responsibility. Some of my friends are like, oh, I can't wait to go to college. I'm like, well, you're not really mature or ready enough to be. Yeah, but who is that goes to college? That's like true. nobody knows what they want to do, and like I don't know. everybody I know changed their major except for Corey. I don't think he did. But um, even in my short two and a half semesters, I changed my. I major. changed mine three times. Yeah. Um. Jeez. So, well, I'm glad that you enjoyed high school more than I did. It sounds like at very yeah. Least. Oh yeah. I could not I mean, freaking wait to get out either. of high school. It was one of those things where, like, I was in eighth and ninth grade, and I was like, I'm, I want to be done. And then I hit tenth grade, and I'm like, no, I'm not. Yeah, ready growing for this. up sucks. Paying bills sucks. I'm gonna tell you something that somebody told me once, and I laughed at him. He said, "Live with your parents till you can't stand it anymore." And he was right. He was very right. Yeah, I could see that. Because going out on your own is cool and all, but it's expensive. Yeah. And worrying about bills and shit sucks. It's a good point. You know. You probably get a text from my dad tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. That's the best advice I can give you. Sorry, Mr. Murtha, <laughs> for spoiling your free house fun, but <laughs> that's the best advice yeah, I can th- give that's you. That's definitely going to be. I'm going to hear about that tomorrow. <laughs> I keep saying I had my best time in my in my early 20s when I had my own apartment. I was working. Uh, my apartment was cheap, so it you know I had a lot of money yeah. to do stuff with. Yeah. That's the thing. If you can find a cheap place to live. It's totally worth it. Yeah. Especially, like, if, you got, if you're got if you not getting cable and stuff, keep your bills as low as you can. Yeah, I will not get cable. Get some ramen built up in your in your food backlog. And... Yeah. That's when you get fat, too, yeah. is when you move out on Eat, your own. Oh, fast food, Taco Bell, dollar menu at Wendy's. Any, anything to live. I, yeah, as really. you know, I live next door to a McDonald's and across the street from uh, uh, Burger, Burger King. King, and I had a stack of pizza boxes all the way up to the ceiling. Dan, I don't think apartment. there's a time I went over there that I didn't get McDonald's. Probably not. Or pizza. <laughs> right. That's what we did. Yeah. That's what we did. Yeah. 
That's just a little scary and sad. I don't know how it's going to be tomorrow. i got to leave my mark somehow. Well, you already did that. Leave your mark by going out with a fizzle. You already won the hockey championship. I want something bigger and better. That's as big as it gets, Will. That's true. Well, I know a way. All right. It'd be bad, so I won't do that. But <laughs> Streaking. <laughs> There's always yeah, streaking. That'll, that'll leave a mark. That would. That'd scar a lot of people. <laughs> Uh, but that's it for me. But okay. congratulations, Will. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Yeah, I think you'll be you'll be happy to be out of there. I don't know. I don't know. I'll let you guys know tomorrow. Okay. You going right to college? Uh, yeah. Okay. So, I was told to do that. I wanted to take a year off, but I heard that taking a year off is dangerous. God, I don't know, man. I could see both arguments. Mm-hmm. But are you just doing liberal arts? Yeah. Yeah, it's best not to commit right away. Yeah, to, to something specific because you're not you're not going to know for another two years probably what yeah. you want to get into. Your interest probably by the time I'm done with TC three, right? And one thing I always think about is, you know, when I was sixteen, right? I thought I knew whatever I knew, and I look back when I was twenty one, I was like, man, I didn't know jack shit when I was sixteen. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. And now I'm almost thirty. I'm like, man. I didn't know jack shit when I was 25. (laughs) If only I knew then what I know now. Yeah. You know what I mean? It'd be different. Oh, no, probably not. But, But yeah, you just got to keep these things in mind. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Uh Uh-huh. Just have fun. That's all I can tell you. I've got a lot of people giving me advice. Make sure you have fun. So, yeah. I I mean, going to have some, trying to have some fun tomorrow, even though I'm going to be upset with leaving. But, I don't know. It's just—it's weird because I always just imagine like, oh my god, like graduating is so far away, and now it's here. So yeah. it was thirty, yeah, when you were a wee little peanut, and, I was and we talked six. about how we're gonna be thirty when you're graduating. I've got th- and, three months, and it's here until I turn thirty. I'm not too far after that. Four months after that, like, yeah. Man. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. High school's coming to an end. Yeah, it'll be fun. Uh, all right, I'll go next. Uh, weigh in first, of course. My starting weight last week was 234.2. My current weight as of yesterday was 231.6. Nice. Now, I took my yesterday's weight because I was uh, I had my cheat day yesterday uh, instead of today. So my my actually my weight this morning was 236 point something after ch- cheat day. Yeah. Uh, but that'll all be gone by Saturday, mm-hmm. uh, and then I'll go back to losing. So I, I finally I hit the 40-pound mark, which is nice. Yay! Thank you. Thank you. Congrats. Uh, a few things noticing after losing forty pounds is you definitely sleep a lot better when you don't when you're not overweight. Mm. Uh, it's easier to breathe when you're laying down. Is forty uh, point mark like a big? Yeah, big. Forty is uh, a lot. No, 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 no. Is that like a like a, a mark with losing weight? Like, I mean, it depends on what your what goals you set mm-hmm. for yourself. Was that that was just like one of your goals that you have? I mean, I, I keep track. Mm-hmm. Just uh, well, I don't know. It, my goal is to get down to like under two hundred. Mm-hmm. So. That would be 70 pounds that I would lose. Cake. So I'm over halfway there, I guess. Yeah, yeah that's it. really good. 40 pounds is five gallons of water. Yeah. Uh, or a 40-pound bag of topsoil, which is quite Or a 40-pound bag of dog poop. <laughs> that, too. That, too. So there's that. Um, I'm a lot less achy, too, even when I don't do anything. Still, when you're really heavy, you just get achy all the time. I remember trying to play basketball when I weighed over 300 pounds. And then I lost a bunch of weight and got down to like 240. Mm-hmm. 
the difference was amazing. It's night and day, yeah. yeah. And then you're like, oh, I'll never get back up that big again. And then I weighed 271 when I first started this. I'm like, oh. I haven't gotten back up that big. Right. I think that's good. Yeah. Like, I got back up to 280. Right now, I run about 260. Mm-hmm. I like to get down to 240 again. Yeah. But I want to get under 200. Hard. It is very hard. Well, I went I love hiking. Food. That's what I was going to talk about. That was my exercise. Nice. Did some hiking yesterday with my girlfriend. Where at? Wolf Park. It's up by Airport Road, kind of. Oh. It was fun. We went probably, you know, a few miles, walked around the woods and took the dog up there. And we got lost briefly. Uh-huh. Walked down the hill and realized we had to walk back up the hill, which sucked. Yeah. Walking oh, uphill blows. Yeah. I told her, I was like, man, I can't go uphill much more because my leg's about to give out. Yeah. But that was fun getting out there in the nature. Mm-hmm. Do you like, I like peeing in the peeing in the woods first thing i did it's nothing better <laughs> I, I was on the edge of the woods i was like i'm just gonna piss here she goes can you wait till we get into the woods i was like ah nah. pretty tempting right good here spot. it's a good spot so we're gonna try and go hiking once a week so yeah that's good exercise and it's fun too yeah that's the problem with exercise is it it's blows yeah blows it's fun watching a little dog run around yeah jack russell they hopping like, around. they like being outside yeah. Uh, and then my only other thing is uh, kind of a big announcement. You guys all know this already, though. Uh, me and my wife are having another baby. Hey! hey. Thank you. Uh, due the beginning of December, so hopefully she doesn't go into labor while we're recording. Wouldn't pro- that be something? I'll have to finish the episode. Well, yeah. And then we'll go to the hospital. <laughs> Hold on. But, but the first one came so fast last time that probably as soon as she goes into labor, we'll have to go to the hospital. Yeah. So, yeah, there's that. But that, I also, you know, there was a time right around Easter when I put on a bunch of weight. And that's why. It's because we had just found out she was pregnant and she had a bunch of weird food cravings. So whatever she wanted, I was like, yeah, I'll eat it too. So that's why, you know, during my weight loss, I, I regressed a little bit. Uh, for like a week and a half, I ate whatever and put on like 10 pounds, mm-hmm. I think. Are you guys planning book. on finding out the sex of the yeah. child? Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't like surprises. Yeah, I'm with you there. Um, plus, you know, planning, for planning's sake, like, you know, the, getting the bedroom I, ready I never stuff. understood why people didn't want to know. I never got that way of thinking. I don't like surprises, no. so. Not that surprise. No. That's I, a pretty I, big surprise. I know. I want to know. Because we, we want to be prepared. Yeah. Do you so. care either way? I mean, you don't no. care, but do you prefer? Uh, I mean, it would be easier if we had a boy, yeah. only because we already have a boy, and they have to share a room for a little while. Mm-hmm. So they could share the room for a little bit longer if it's yeah. a boy. If it's a girl, yeah. maybe a year we'll get out of sharing a room, and then we'll have to split them up. But. Yeah. You guys planning on finishing the basement? Is that yeah? Okay. Uh, and build a, a a legitimate studio down here Ooh. for one of the rooms. Nice. Um, it'll be office slash recording right, studio, right, right. but yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Oh, we're happy for you, buddy. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, so that's yeah, beginning of December. We've got that coming. Uh, that's the only other thing I wanted to talk about this week. So exciting. Uh, what about you, Corey? What do you got for us? Oh, you know, the usual. <laughs> no, not the usual at all. Uh, we had a apartment turnover. Some of uh, the roommates left, and a new one moved in. And as part of that, I moved out of my tiny bedroom, which was also our Brooklyn studio. And uh, we now have a new Brooklyn studio. Uh-huh. And you guys are looking at it right now. It's very nice. It's really nice. nice. yeah. But it's been probably the most stressful week of my life. Oh, boy. Uh, I've been drinking heavily. <laughs> have you? Scotch. I have a little itty-bitty glass that fits one ice cube, and then I fill the rest of it with scotch. Um, and so Saturday was moving day. That was June 1st. 
Um, we couldn't move anything in our room until the room we were moving into had moved their stuff out, but they couldn't move anything in their room until the room they were moving into moved their stuff out. So we were essentially last in line. And uh, we knew we wouldn't be able to do anything till later in the day. So me and my girlfriend went to the beach, and that was really nice because it was our first beach day of the year. Um, and I got burned really, really bad on my stomach. And Sophie jokingly put sunscreen on my nipples while we were laying out there <laughs> so there's two right now there's two white spots around my nipples and the rest of my body is red can i see them <laughs> no uh not right now Oh, we're not doing our live stream are you doing i was live gonna stream say course? something but i didn't know if that was like a connection issue or no I, I noticed we weren't doing it once we started oh do you want me to do it i don't care at this point okay i forgot Whatever. go Oops. ahead but anyway it's been it's been stressful um it's been, I mean, I work nine and a half hour days, and I just started at my new job. So that's, you know, stressful in its own right. And then I come home and have to move stuff for the next four hours before Ugh. I go to bed. Moving's the worst, whether it's across the hall or across the city. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's terrible. Yeah. But it Monday work. night, I had a little Corey alone time because my girlfriend, who moved in with me, um, had to go back to her apartment upstate to get more stuff so she left monday morning and didn't come back till tuesday um so i had monday night to have a little cory time and of course i drank a whole lot of scotch and i marathoned through the swapper uh-huh. nice. which is which is good and then i started playing when i was you know three sheets to the wind i started playing hotline miami oh god and that was not a mistake because that was awesome uh, okay. i'll talk about that a little bit later nice um, but yeah, I think as of today, we're like pretty much set. There's still some tweaking here and there, but the the other roommates bought some furniture from Ikea today, so we moved in a new couch and a new table and a new coffee table and and all that stuff. So it's finally finally coming together, but it has been crazy. You guys are living in the lap of luxury now. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, I actually I finally feel comfortable. How's the job going? It's good. It's going good. It's been just as busy like i said like i come home from work mentally drained and then mm-hmm. i have to do all this physical stuff yeah and it's just like i remind me a lot of my dad because i'm just like just just tell me what to do and i'll do it don't ask me any questions just you get to a point where you know you're not going to win any of those battles so you're just like just just tell me what you want done and i'll do it yeah yeah well nine okay. and a half hour workday sounds terrible yeah it is yep. but I, I mean i get overtime um oh, that's good it would only be eight and a half hours if I took a lunch, mm-hmm. but I don't take a lunch. I prefer the extra hour of overtime. Uh-huh. I just eat at my desk. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. I mean, I'm scheduled. I'm supposed to be there from nine thirty to five, th- or I'm sorry, six thirty, um, but I've been staying until like seven. Cool. All right. But it's it's been a, it's been a rough week. Thankfully, my buddy Scotch was uh, here Which, to keep me company. By the way, did you get my text? About, I did. Yeah. Uh, I took I note did. of what kind it was. Or my girlfriend took note. Otherwise, I'd tell you right now. I think it was like, it's called Goban or something like that. Goban. Yeah, I was at the liquor store and the late, I was looking at the scotch and she just comes over and she's like, you want to know a really good one? I was like, yeah. Actually, yeah, I do. Yeah, I do actually. <laughs> I was like, I need something for July 4th. And she's like, this one right here. She's like, it's a little pricey, but I'm telling you, it's very smooth. And I was okay. like, all right. Perfect. Nice. So I look forward yeah, to that. Like, that's I always say to myself, like, all right, I'm gonna go to the liquor store and get a good, expensive bottle of scotch. But then I get there and I'm like, do I really want to spend this? Money yeah, yeah. Drunk, you know. Oh, we'll split her three ways. 
Yeah. yeah it'll, it'll be delightful. Yeah, it will. All right. I took the fourth, fifth, and sixth off. Nice. Looking forward to that. That's going to be nice. Yeah, it is. What day is your thing? Sixth, I think. Yeah. Sixth. Okay. Bender. That's what Perfect. you told me. I hope. Saturday, right? Bender. Yeah. yeah so that's Saturday. the sixth. Okay. Well, we're going to take a quick break and be back with our main segment on Remember Me and the Swapper right after this. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to episode 98 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. We are now in our main segment where we are going to be talking about both Remember Me and The Swapper. Uh, well, we're going to start with Remember Me. Uh, Remember Me is a science fiction cyberpunk action pla- action platformer from, and I forgot to write down the develop. Oh, Don't Nod. Don't Nod Studios. Yep. Um, and Capcom. This is their first game, wasn't it? I, yeah, it's the, at least their first major release. It's yeah. I'd never heard of this the development studio, so it is it is a new, newer studio or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, in it, you play as uh, Nilin, a former memory agent who finds herself fighting against the company she was working for to regain her memories. Uh, at the beginning of the game, you're guided out of prison by a mysterious character named Edge, who is the leader of your uh, rebellion. Combat is a big part of the game. Uh, it's mostly hand-to-hand combat with emphasis on executing combos. Uh, so far, I've unlocked four combos, which are just a series of X and Ys, uh, X being punches and Ys being kicks. Uh, but you get to fill in the combos with, with your choice of attacks, which do different things. They heal. Uh, they do more damage. They lower the uh, press and attack countdown. And then there's the chain one, which allows you to chain your press and attacks. I haven't figured out how to use that one yet. I didn't so. get to the chain attack yet. Um. And then the other interesting mechanic in the game is uh, Nilin's ability to change someone's memories by rewinding them and changing small things about them to change the outcome of the memory. Obviously, that only affects the person's memory and not stuff that actually happens in the real world, but you can get the person to do things uh, based on changing certain memories. So uh, that's done by rotating the left thumbstick counterclockwise until you see a quote-unquote glitch in the memory, uh, which you can then then use to manipulate uh, the outcome of the person's memory. Yeah. I got I got lost on my notes there. <laughs> yeah, so so that that's the basic gist of the game. Um what's everyone think about I with me and Will and Eric all played Remember Me. What's what's everyone think about it so far? Will, go ahead. Uh so far I really like it. I'm two hours in, I just I only finished uh, chapter two, but so far I'm really like I stopped at the exact same spot. Did you just do that uh fight against um what's his face? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we stopped at the, the exact same spot. spot okay. Um, I didn't get a chance to play it a lot because I've been pretty busy with um, schoolwork and stuff. But, uh, yeah, so far I'm really liking it. I've enjoyed the fighting. Uh, I like the story. Mm-hmm. Some of the voice acting stuff is a little bad here mm-hmm. and there. But I think overall the voice acting is, you know, decent. And I really like the environment and, mm-hmm. like, where the visuals of the game. Mm-hmm. Eric? Um, my first 30 minutes or so, I was really pissed off that I spent $60 on that mm-hmm. game. Mm-hmm. I wasn't really enjoying it all that much, and I was like, man, I I don't even want to play this game anymore, and I almost took it out. Mm-hmm. But I'm glad I didn't, because I kept playing it. I put, Like I said, I played for two hours and stopped the exact same spot Will did. Once I got out of the first part, the uh, the slums, mm-hmm. and got into Neo Paris, I liked it a lot more, because mm-hmm. the slums, I hate the way it looks, yeah. and I don't ever want to go there, and I know right. that's where I am right now, and uh-huh. I hate it. Um, I think it looks terrible. Yeah. But there were uh, some of the reviews said that there was camera issues. I haven't really had any issues with the camera, and the con- there were some control issues. I haven't had too, 
I could nitpick a little bit about yeah. the controls, but I mean, the fighting reminds me. There was a few games that came to mind while I was playing it. The fighting reminded me of Batman. Yep, yep. Um, it's not as tight as Batman. No, definitely not. She said, but <laughs> that would that would be pretty pretty Batman does a tight little booty on it. <laughs> but um, that would be a pretty high standard hold too. Yeah. And it wasn't. This wasn't. Like I said, we talked about last week, this is a game I was kind of hoping I was going to be surprised by how much I liked it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's to that level. I do like it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the fighting reminds me of Batman. All the climbing around reminded me of Tomb Raider, mm-hmm. which we had said it looked like it was going to remind yeah. us of. Right. Um, my favorite part by far was the uh, rewinding of the memories. Yeah. I thought that was so fucking cool. Yeah. I That part, I was just so into, and I was like... Cause, it's not just like straightforward. You have to right. do, there's a uh, trial and error with yep. it. You have to figure out what the right combination of memory changes are going to get the outcome that you want. Yeah, how, how and you you like watch the memory play through again and you yeah. see how what you like the little things that you change affect the memory yeah. until you get the desired effect, it which is so awesome. It was so cool. It's yeah. one of the cooler things that I've done in a video game recently. Yeah. Um the other thing that I love is the way that you can customize your attacks. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of hard to explain. You kind of have to do it, but like Dan was saying, there's certain attacks will give you health regeneration, certain attacks do damage, and certain attacks, at least where I am so far, will lessen the time for your special attacks, for yeah. lack of a better word. It's a mm-hmm. it's a cooldown. I effect. think they're called pressins. Yeah, yeah. Press I was trying to remember and write down the names, but I I couldn't. remember. Yeah, that's what they're called. Um, but yeah, I so far. I had started started out, they kind of hold your hand to make a regeneration one and a damage-dealing mm-hmm. attack. Um, but I changed that when I could, and I do a mix. Both of my attacks are a mix, so I have regeneration in both of them. Uh-huh. And I found that it works a lot better for me yeah, in terms of dying. So, um, But I love, those are my two favorite things. So, it, Have you gotten further than we have? Yeah, it quite is. a bit. Is there more memory rewinding? Yes. Oh, good. Yes. I was hoping that wasn't a one-time a while. thing. It takes a little while. They should have done so much more of that because I could have done – that could have been the game and I would yeah. be so – Yeah. I, I think that's definitely – like I'm only – I'm probably a little over halfway through the game. Um, I, I think that's something they could have done more. Yeah. And hopefully with the, with the next game they, yeah. they do explore that a little bit more. that was easily my favorite part. Yeah. And I was a little disappointed um, when – one of the first missions you do in Neo Paris, I think it's the first mission you do, you're supposed to go and um, erase somebody's memory, I think, or steal their memory, I can't remember, to get some, something from them. Mm-hmm. And I kind of thought it was leading up to, like, a not necessarily a boss fight, but, like, a memory rewind. I was hoping that was going to be the boss fights. Right. Was the memory rewinds are going to be, like, the pinnacle of your mission. Yeah. And it wasn't, and I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I thought that would be such a cool way yeah. to have a boss fight. Yep. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But then there was an actual boss fight that I was like, eh. Yeah. I mean, it was, it's just like your basic memorization of pattern. Yeah. And it wasn't hard at all. I beat it the first try. Right. And, like, the character was kind of stupid that you fought, I thought. Kid Christmas <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, I, thought, I didn't, oh, I didn't yeah. get, like, what his whole thing was. Like, yeah, with I didn't Christmas like him. And, I didn't like, like him either. All of a sudden, you were in, like, this pay-per-view wrestling match almost. Uh-huh. And it was like, what the fuck is going on? This, it was, it was like, almost completely outside of what was going on in the game, I yeah, felt like. Yeah. I didn't get that. Uh-huh. But, I mean, I like the game. Uh-huh. I do like it. So that was my initial... 
initial thought. Yeah, I might. I guess my initial thought would have been my first thirty minutes. I hate. I did not like it at all. Right. Well, it was very cinematic at the beginning. It was, which there I'm kind of warming up to a little bit. But as am I. Yeah, I don't I, know. I hated that at first, but I think it's it's all in the execution of it how is. they do it. It is because Tomb Raider was kind of cinematic too. Very but, much so. But very very well done. It was very well done. I I don't like the hand holding, which we've talked about a bunch yeah. of times. Um, and remember, remember me did that to an extent, but. Once I got out of the first part of the slums and, and that part, you know, got to Neo Paris and which was beautiful. Yeah. Much better looking yeah. than the slums. Yeah. I didn't even mention that. Uh, yeah. yeah, the the graphics are really cool and the whole setting is really awesome. Um mm-hmm. after the slums. So Yeah. Um I also I really I really like Remember Me so far. Um I'm I think I'm slightly over halfway through. I'm on chapter five it's like not close, a long close, game no it's not it's supposed to be about 10 hours nine to ten hours kotaku eight they had so seven or eight seven or eight yeah oh, they okay. beat it in seven or eight i i've pretty much i told willis decided that i'm only listening to kotaku from now on if they say i should play a game then you play because i was a Kind of on the fence about buying it when I, I, I saw did, the reviews. When I saw the reviews, reviews, I was like, reviews. "Eric's probably not going to get well, it." Well, I thought about it, and I'm like, "God damn it! If I was, if we didn't have the podcast, I probably wouldn't have bought yeah, it." But yeah. since we'd already said like this is what we're doing, uh, and and Kotaku said to play it, so right. I was like, "All right, I'm just going to trust Kotaku on this one." And they said, "You know, there's it's not Perfect. it's a little rough yeah. around the edges, yeah. which it is. I yeah. feel like, yeah. but it's worth playing." Yeah, I would. Definitely agree with that. Review. Yeah, I think Destructoid gave it like a six, and and the, like reading that review because I had had the game like pre-purchased and already loaded. I'm like, crap, because yeah. like it it looked so cool, and I, I really didn't know anything about the game. Um, and I think maybe that's why we kind of like it is we didn't have any preconceived notions about what the game would be about because I had literally very little idea. I yeah. wanted to say this was the first game in a while that I kind of took a chance on. Yeah, because um, like we've talked about we're consumers right and we don't have endless money right and this was the first 60 dollar game that i've like taken a chance on in a mm-hmm. while that i didn't really know a lot going into and i saw a couple videos and i was like that looks pretty cool yeah so i bought it yeah, but, yeah. i always like to support new ips too which mm-hmm. is, which is important yeah um but here i uh, stuff i wrote down i kept i kept telling will uh, as i was playing i was like i keep waiting for something that i don't like about the game um, like I was looking for something to dislike because it had not gotten great reviews, but uh, I've yet to find something that I really don't like about the game. I, I really do like it so far. The setting is great. Uh, Neo Paris is really, really cool place. Uh, graphics are stunning. Yeah, they are. Um, I run it on high on everything on my computer. Uh, and it looks just fantastic, smooth as silk. Actually, uh, my GeForce experience up like because I had them all on medium, and I was getting a little stuttery when the the light lighting was like weird yeah um but the geforce experience thing actually bumped all the settings up to high and as soon as i did that i it's been smooth as silk ever since so that that program is really helping too um i had undersold my video card yet again uh but yeah the the graphics are fantastic smooth as silk i think the character nillin is a badass yeah she's Um, pretty cool yeah it's a it's a cool main character i do like um in the in the combat i like the finishing moves the overloads yeah when you basically you stun your opponent and you can do what's called an overload and you just hit b you overload their memory thing and and kill them oh well that's what it's based around yeah it's the memories memories yeah should we get into that yeah i i did want to get into that a little bit um Proper execution of combos and sense, sense and ability, press and abilities. It's not sense and abilities. Press and abilities. Very, very, very satisfying. Um, when, when your when your plans 
of attack work out like you wanted wanted them to. They don't always either. I found it's kind of difficult. To, <laughs> yeah. Especially for the longer combos, it's hard to string them together because you're getting attacked from yep. all angles. Yeah, you got to be careful. But I do like that when you dodge, you can keep if your you combo do it right. Going. Your combo doesn't go away. Mm-hmm. It's got some fighting game. Um, technique to it yeah i was gonna say that because uh, i'm terrible at fighting games Me and too. <laughs> I, I have a little trouble with the combos yeah i do too uh, at times so i, I have I think... trouble with them when i have to dodge right or evade whatever yeah. um it's it's very linear which is usually a problem for me but it's not for this game because i i do like it very much uh, my only complaint is starting combos can be sometimes confusing uh like because what you don't uh the, like a lot of times when I when I go to do a combo, it'll come up as one combo when I mean to do another combo, and then oh, when, when yeah. I when I start to do yeah. that combo, it'll cancel out the one that it thought I was doing. Yeah, and then like you it, have to restart I, it. Yeah, yeah, you restart it, and, and that gets me confused. But as I said, I'm not great at fighting games. That's a very fighting game thing. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that's part of the problem. But that's really my only complaint. I don't really get the negative reviews about the game. I actually um, some, wanted to, to some of the stuff I like is is valid. I think, but I, I have not come across anything that I, I really don't like about remember me i don't like how linear it is yeah i could have it's had it's it very open up a little bit it's very very narrow the only time it opens up is when you're gonna you know like when you go into like a little more open of an area you're gonna have a fight with mm-hmm. people um otherwise it's like I, I think someone said it's a series of very beautiful looking corridors yeah which it is um but like i never i never felt confined really the reason the i wanted it to be a little less linear is because neo paris looks so cool yeah you know you want to look around a little bit more mm-hmm. the slums i'm glad we're linear so i get the fuck out of there right right but i did want to get into a couple of the review scores mm-hmm. um i brought up ign gave it a 5.9 for mediocre Mm-hmm. It says, big ideas abound in Remember Me, creating an intriguing, beautiful world, but the game itself is very forgettable. Um, the pluses were ambitious ideas, memory remix sequences, which we talked about. Yeah. The minuses were bland platforming, repetitive gameplay, and combat lacks character. I think the the platforming is a little bit bland. Mm-hmm. Um, there's only a handful of uh, interesting timing things that you do when you're platforming. Otherwise, it's just yeah. climbing a bunch of different things. Um, so I get that, but it, like I never thought of it as being bland. I just thought of it as moving from one area to the next. Yeah, I didn't have any issue with the it didn't. It didn't bother me the at all. The combat lacks character. I could see why somebody might say that. I don't think I would say it. Right. I didn't think it was that bad. No, it was fine. It's not as tight, like I said, as a Batman, but it's not unplayable by right. any means, and it's fun. Right. I like the like I said, the overloads are really cool, and the uh, sp- make... what's the special power? Presence. The... There's. Five of them. I think I've only unlocked four. Okay. There's the one. one. Yeah, the lightning one. Yeah. 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 That's 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 the beginning one where you do where you kind of bounce from opponent to opponent right, right. And, and keep hitting everybody. And there's no combo. It's just right. You hit them as many times as you can. Yeah, and it does a lot more damage than your standard combos and attacks and stuff. Right. So, huh. hey, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> My son's getting ready for bed. Huh, buddy. Are you getting ready for bed? Okay. Cool. Dan, how long till Max can join? Uh, not that much longer, I would think. When he can start stringing together a paragraph? Max? Well, he, he can do that anyway. Are you ready to be on the podcast, Max? Okay. He says he's ready. We'll get, we'll get you on as a guest when we talk <laughs> about Angry Birds, huh? 
You do? Okay. <laughs> Can you say remember me? Okay. You can be on it. Don't worry, buddy. It's the cutest thing I've ever seen. Okay. Max is going to revolutionize the podcast space. Yes, he is. All right, say good night. Good night, buddy. Go on, Gab. Go with Mama. Yeah, so I think IGN's review was. A harsh. little harsh for me. Yeah. I don't I, know. And they're very generous, usually. Well, I, God, you know, you just can't trust these guys. You know what it is, is is Don't Nod didn't pay them enough for advertising, right. remember me. So yeah. They didn't give and like Will score. and I were saying, Will was like, do you think they did that because it wasn't a bigger release? You know? Probably. Probably. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. Which is shitty. Um, Kotaku said, said yes, yes, you should play this game. Yeah. Um, let's see. They said, its best gameplay ideas barely went out. Over uneven execution, but overall, Remember Me delivers well-realized sci-fi concepts in a beautiful world. Yeah. Uh, the way combo customization can be tailored to specific strategies, um, a thematically intriguing story, and a memorable new setting. Mm-hmm. And the negative was a damn shame that you can hardly interact with the beautiful world of Neo-Paris. It's pretty much a series of gorgeous corridors, like you said. Yeah. Um, I- I'm really hoping that for the next one, like, I'm hoping this lays a good foundation. This is kind of my and thought the, with the Dishonored, sequel. too. Yes. The sequel can improve upon what they already have yeah. here and, and make it that much better. But I like this more than I like Dishonored for whatever reason. But right. it's kind of the same thing, where yeah. the first one was okay, yeah. but the second one could be awesome. Yeah. Um, with with a few, a few changes here and there. Yeah. I, I'm not thrilled with the, what do they call them? The, the zombie people. I can't remember what they're called. Leapers. The leapers. leapers. I think they're kind of stupid yeah. and look bad. Yeah. Um, I don't, it's just the long fingers. I don't care that they're, like, hideous, but the long fingers freak me out. I don't know. I just don't think it looks good. Yeah. The the Those guys. I have a lot more fun fighting against, like, the the government. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and GameSpot gave it a 7. Okay. Which is good. Yeah, there's a few places that gave it really good reviews. Yeah. Uh, was it Eurogamer or someone that gave it a 9? Yeah. Oh, really? I think so, yeah. Which, wow. I think that's closer than a uh, 5.9. Yeah. I'd probably give it like an 8.5, because I do, I really like it so far. I'd probably give it a 7. Yeah. It's good stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I, I dig it. Um, I'm glad I didn't have to pay $60 for it. Yeah, See, that's 60 bucks is a, is a lot. I don't think I could recommend it for 60 If Not you can find 60. it for like 40 yeah, you, could, um, you should get it. I paid 50 for mine, and I think that that's a, that's a I, 50 is fine. But like here, we have to pay sales tax on everything. So it's not 60 it's 65 Yep. Uh, so 65 as opposed to 50 15 bucks. That's that's an indie game, you know. Yeah, definitely. And like I said, I'd probably, I like it a little less than Dan does, I think. Yeah. Um, so I'd probably say 40 bucks uh-huh. for your money's worth. Or yeah. 37 Yeah. Will, yeah. I, I got Will a deal from Green Man Gaming. It was 3750 I tell you what. I was getting so frustrated with it because it wasn't letting me enter the voucher code. And then once I finally got the voucher code to enter, I put in my credit card information and verified by Visa came up. And I yeah. couldn't remember my password. And then I struggled with that for like 25 is minutes. Is that why you texted me that? Something about verified by Visa? <laughs> is Yeah. Yeah. And then after <laughs> I got, I was like, all right, I'll just recover my password. I needed the last four digits of my social security number. Had to ask my mom where my social security number was. So that was the thing, trying to find that. And then I got yelled at. And then I was just like... <laughs> yeah. I just wanted to buy Remember Me for 37 well, 
while we're talking about our experience of purchasing Remember Me, I forgot to get into this in my, oh, my week. Oh, that's right. I went to GameStop to purchase Remember Me. So I go in, you know, and I, this is pretty much how I want the interaction to be anywhere I go. I want to go get what I'm getting and get the fuck out yep. without talking to anybody. Yep, that's how I am Okay, too. so I yeah. go to GameStop and I go up to the counter. I'm the only person there. Two guys there. I was like, yeah, can I get Remember Me for Xbox? And he's like, ooh, I don't know. He's like, I don't know if I have any left. He goes, did you pre-order? I go, no, I didn't realize it was that big of a release. And he's like, Phew, I don't know if I have any left. Oh, my God. So he gets on and looks, and he's like, ooh, you just made it. And I'm like, okay, can I you know, Can I just yeah. have a fucking game? Yeah. So I'm already annoyed by this guy. Meanwhile, I, I know him, and you know who he is, yeah. I think. Okay. Yeah. So as he's ringing me out, which should be, what, a 30-second process? Okay. Well, this went on for minutes and minutes where he's trying to talk me into pre-ordering every fucking game under the planet. And he's just he literally printed me out a list of the games that are coming out for me to look at to see what I wanted to pre-order. Yeah. And I was like, dude, I, I pre-ordered The Last of Us. Other than that, I was like, I don't know when I'm going to stop buying games for next generation console. And I was like, I just don't, I don't want to pre-order anything else. And he's like, well, I mean... It's stupid not to if you know you're going to be getting a game day one. I mean, we give away all this stuff with it. And I go, yeah, I'm not interested in any of the crap that you give right. away. That's it's, what it's I said to Mostly him. garbage, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, I already have Last of Us pre-ordered. It's the only game I want to pre-order. Yeah. First game, what do you think first game out of his mouth was for me to pre-order? Uh, Grand Theft Auto. Nope. Don't say Call of Duty. Call of Duty Ghosts. Oh, God. First fucking game out of his mouth. Grand Theft Auto, a close second. Okay. A close second. I just could have punched him. Yeah. I was just... I, give me the fucking game and, leave and me shut up. Yeah. And don't act like Remember Me yeah. sold out. Don't <laughs> act like you have no copies of fucking Remember Me. Like, that's not a big release. I don't even remember that game getting marketed. No, it wasn't. <laughs> like, it was a little bit marketed here I didn't there, see but... it anywhere. Other than I, I knew about it because I saw I, something on Kotaku yeah. about it. Yeah. Like, three months ago. And I was like, oh, that game looks cool. Yeah. So I put it on my wish list on, on Steam. That was it. That was all I, I knew about <laughs> but it. But boy, they were almost out of it at GameStop. Well, just let me got just tell in. You, I couldn't have had a worse experience, yeah. and I'm like this close to never stepping foot in that store again. I don't blame you. Ugh. Anyway, that's my story about when I went to GameStop. <laughs> so not only did the game cost you 65 bucks, it was a bastard to get. Now I have to go back and get The Last of Us. Ooh. Which I can't even play day one. I should cancel my fucking pre-order. Order from Amazon. Just get it on Amazon. Yeah. I'd rather have $10 of credit with Amazon. Yeah. You know what you should do, Eric? What? Call GameStop and be like, I had The Last of Us pre-ordered, but the clerk, when I went in, really annoyed me. I asked him to stop. He didn't stop. And because of that, I'd like to cancel my pre-order. Yeah. See what that, they do? Well, uh, that, as a consumer, I mean, that you, you're dri- they're driving business away by doing yeah. stuff like that. They really and, are. And they, I think they need to be aware of it. It takes a lot for me to not want to go back there just because it's convenient. Right. Like, I don't have to wait. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I'm getting to that point where yeah. I've just fucking had it. I'd rather yeah. go to Walmart, which is like... My least favorite place on earth. <laughs> well, they just like well. The only problem there is like you have to get someone and they have to open a case. Yeah, first but you gotta find somebody. They're and, not gonna bother you, and it takes you twenty minutes. Right. So when you finally find this nerdy guy, he's got red hair and freckles. Yeah, like you say, he won't talk to you. Right. Which he's is perfect. Gonna, he's just gonna get you the game and then you yeah. leave. He's gonna get you your game, say sixty dollars, and you're fuck out of there. Yeah. But okay. All right, so here's how that conversation at Walmart goes. You ask, "Hey, can I get a copy of Halo?" 
and he says, is that a movie? <laughs> you tell him what it's for, and then he gives it to you. Yeah. Doesn't say another word. Mm-hmm. You're lucky if he tells you your total. Yeah. He, they make you just read it on the register. Yeah. Okay. So remember me. We all we all like it. Did we say what the story is even about? Yeah, I talked about it at the beginning. I don't want to get too into it because that's yeah, something you should, you should yeah. experience. That's a good point. Uh, the I old... have zero interest in Remember Me. It's pretty sweet. I could see Corey I, I, why you I, would. You, you, I think you'll like it. I, I if I was you, I'd wait till you get it. Corey, I don't think you'll like it. You don't think you'd like the no, story? I don't think you'd like it. Really? Well, Corey is very picky. I could see Corey hating this game, and I hate it when Corey hates things because then he makes us feel. I bad. could see Corey not liking the game, but you don't think you'd like the story? He might, but not enough to keep playing. To the keep game. playing the game, because it does. Ha- ever- Sorry, go ahead. Have you guys ever seen that TV show Continuum? No. no. I just watched the first episode the other day on a whim. Uh, it's about this woman who is a security slash police officer for a corporate dictatorship in Vancouver in the future. And they are executing these freedom fighters fighting for uh, their old civil rights that they have had lost. It takes place in like 2070, something like that. And she gets teleported to the, the back to the past, back to 2012, because these prisoners all escape, and she ends up getting caught up in their escape plan, and she gets teleported in the past. But she has all these nifty, futuristic gadgets, and part of that is uploading her memories at the end of the day to a server so that she can access them at any time. Well, it is um, a little bit like that. With that's memories. what made me think of it. Is that is that kind of the gist of it? Like these memories are yeah they, they turn the... they turn memories into commodities, so you can you know buy memories. One of the big things that they they have in in the opening cinematic in the game is someone talking about sharing their their entire memories with their loved one, like you know you download Ugh. their memory. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That I was like that is terrifying, and I would never. Not only would I not want anyone else to see my memories, I don't want to see anyone else's memories. That's terrifying. Yeah, uh, b- barring, I wouldn't mind seeing like Mila Kunis's memory of her taking a shower, but that's that's barring about anything it. of that nature. That that I would pay for, but but that's about it. Just that little bit, you know. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. There, but that's man. terrifying. It's me. a cool concept. Yeah, it's a cool concept for a game, it's, and definitely something that me as a person would want to fight against so that makes and, me enjoy the uh, the game all that much and, more in the first memory rewind um the wife is basically trying to heal her husband mm-hmm. by sending him good memories mm-hmm. and you're trying to block that block that <laughs> yeah so <laughs> it's cool it's cool to think about in a video game but god forbid it ever happens in real oh life. god i would i would have <laughs> offed myself a long time before right. that that's terrible. Uh, but yeah, uh, I dig it. I really like Remember Me. I hope to have I'll have it beaten by next week. Hopefully by this weekend I'll finish it and and uh, move on to the next thing. So we should uh, we should play a game of Civ Five this weekend. Yeah, I just got the Gods and Kings expansion. Just let me know. It's free weekend. Free play weekend. You should download it, Eric. I, I don't think it runs. I would try it. It's free on Steam, so free weekend. Because I can run on my laptop. I'm pretty sure yours is better than mine. Actually, I'm positive yours is better than mine. It didn't run well on my computer, but... Well, let's talk about the Swapper. I've been wanting to hear about the Swapper. 
Corey, gotten, you played more than I did. Gotten, you start. Gotten critical review. Well, it, it came out in the 80s. Uh, Ron Jeremy is the lead character. <laughs> Are you, you referring to the comment we got? <laughs> yeah. Which was hilarious, by the way. Yeah. We'll get to that in feedback. Uh, well, my l- l- legacy with the swapper dates back to Monday? Maybe? No, no, I, I played through it on Monday. Um, I guess it was last week. What day did it come out? Do we know? The 31st. Week, right? Which was Friday. Yeah. Okay, so I was looking through the Steam store on Friday, just clicking through uh, the updates and the specials and stuff, and the screenshot for the swapper came up, and it was this haggard-looking astronaut decked out in their space suit. And I was like, God damn, that picture really... In terms of artwork that is marketed to get you excited for a game, that might have been one of the best I've ever seen. Totally just because agree. It, it, yeah, it appealed to me. And like, I watched some of the gameplay videos, and I'm like, oh, that looks that looks pretty cool. Um, looked at the price, and I was like, nah. You know, maybe I'll download it at some point. But then I read, I forget what review I read that said how awesome it was, and I was like, all right, that's all it takes. You know, something that looks interesting, and somebody to tell me it's good, and I'm in. Uh-huh. Um. So I downloaded it, and I played a little bit of it uh, immediately, and then, like I said, the rest of it on Monday, I marathoned through it. I think it only took me like five hours overall. But it is a puzzle platformer. It is was actually funded by the Indie Fund, which has funded a lot of indie games in the past. They, I guess they kind of find talent and then give them the money they need to make the the game that they're playing. It's kind of like a... Kickstarter, but exclusive, you know, like these investors and, and yes. independent game developers. Will, so they will... pick the projects instead of the crowd right. picking the projects. Right. We'll swoop in and pay for it. And they did, uh, they paid for Dear Esther, they paid for Anti-Chamber, they paid for Monaco, um, a few others. But I can't think of off the top of my head. But the Swapper was one of them. The developer is actually called Face Palm Games. And it's a couple of dudes from uh, Sweden? Sweden? Speak on Swedish with Sven? Sven? Yeah, something like that. Uh, I don't... Yeah, I think... I can't remember where they're from. It doesn't matter. They made an awesome game. Is, is the sort of the long and the short of it. Like I said, it's a, it's a puzzle platformer, and you play an astronaut on this... Theseus is the name of the space station that you're on, and it has been devastated by something you don't really know. Um, you just play this character, and you pick up this gun called the Swapper gun. I think it's called the Swapper. It Does is it have called a different the name Swapper. Eric? No, I think you're right. It's called the Swapper. And what this gun allows you to do, it's a two-dimensional game. Um, what this gun allows you to do is you can fire a clone of yourself. And once you do that, it's this is kind of spoiler, spoilery just because the game is so short, but I think in order to talk about it, we kind of have to talk about the mechanic of how yep. it works. Would you agree, Eric? I would. Otherwise, our conversation will be over already. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, you, you fire off a clone of yourself, and you can fire off up to four clones. So when you shoot off these clones, depending on where you put them, um, you have to have line of sight to where you put your clones. So if there's a switch, if there's, like, a room with five switches, you stand on one, and you fire off a clone to stand on each of the other ones. Now, the catch is when you move all of your clones move in the same direction as you. So it's constantly maintaining this this same space between you and your clones. Unless you, like, back them into a wall, and then obviously they can't move. 
Um, and there's a few other situations where they kind of force you to only using three clones because two of them have to be in a pit. Um, they, they, they're really creative with that. But what you can also do, and this, this comes a little bit after you learn you can fire the clones, is that you can inject what turns out to be your soul into one of your clones. Which is also really cool because if you are, just for an example, if you are falling to your death, which you can, which can happen, if you fall from too high an area in land, you will die. What you can do is right before you land, you can charge up your, your, the swapper gun, which slows down time. You can place a clone just above the ground and then shoot your soul into them. So the body you were originally in slams into the ground, dies. As long as you shoot your soul into the other one, you land safely, you know, because he's closer to the ground, and you control your clone. Um, so throughout the game, you see yourself die hundreds of times, which is kind of unsettling. And that's something the Kotaku review got at pretty good, um, is that, and, and this is sort of what the game is built around, is this idea of what is what is a soul in in existence and it gets to these really really deep things in really interesting ways and the game all ties it together really really well um in in it's just every even though it's an indie game every little bit of it is just so well done that it's just an awesome experience and i always talk about the games i can get lost in and i lose track of time playing and this is definitely one of them um don't starve was another it's just like one of those games where you're not aware of how long you're playing it. Even even games I like, like Metro, um, you know, I was always kind of aware of how long I was playing. And in it's sort of like when I read a book, I always look ahead to see how many pages I have until the chapter's over. I kind of got I, that's the feeling I get with a lot of video games. But every now and again, there's a few that I just get lost in. Um, Corey, so let me jump in there. One. Let me jump in there. I wanted to say one of the things about this game is I don't. Everybody knows I don't play PC games, and especially because I have a laptop, it's just hard for me to focus on a game. But this is a game that, like, I was playing it, and I was just totally into it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I didn't realize there was a room around me. Right. Which is not normal for me playing on a laptop. Right. So Laptop's not nearly as comfortable to play on. Yeah, Corey's dead on with that, because I I was the same way. I just got lost in it, Uh in the atmosphere of it. Yeah, and that's, I mean, it kind of... I've heard it compared to the movie Moon. As oh, yeah. Moon? Yep. It's a Duncan Jones flick from 2009, I want to say. Um, but there's... It's it's a space setting, but there's, like, a mystery behind it, and there's something very unsettling about it that you're, yeah. you kind of find out. There's a Doctor Who episode that's similar to that, too. Similar, yeah. similar concept. Yep. And, and the puzzles can get really freaking hard. Um, I'm sure Eric will talk a little bit more about it, but they're like, so there's that whole mechanic of cloning yourself and doing what you can to solve these puzzles. But there's also uh, different types of light, and blue light um, makes it so you can't fire your clone gun through it, and red light makes it so you can't do the swap through it. Um, so it blocks off certain certain things you you uh, you need to do, and you kind of have to figure out and manipulate your guys. And it's really crazy. It's kind of hard to explain. Very hard you, to explain. Yeah, you got You got to play it to really get it. Um, and every time you solve a puzzle, you're like, "Well, was that the way they wanted me to solve it, or did I just kind of?" That's what I thought for one specifically. Um, 
I was thinking that same thing. I was like, did I just kind of fudge my way through that and do something I wasn't supposed to do and it just worked? Or is this what I was supposed to do to figure this out? I don't know if you remember it, Corey. It's one of the first ones. This is when I texted you and I said, I hope you're better at these puzzles than I am. It was, there's like a wall in front of you and you're supposed to send your guy over it and there's like a little space for you to shoot light through. Do you remember that? Yeah, it was that one. I just was like, what the fuck? This can't be what they want me to do. But it was, it turns out. Uh, I had to already look at a walkthrough for a couple puzzles. Oh, yeah. I I was just like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? Some of them I had to do the old, uh, like, put this down, come back to it, like, sleep on it kind of thing. That's what I'm, that's where I'm at right now. I was playing, I, actually, the day I bought Remember Me, I texted Will and I was like, I bought, I just bought Remember Me and I couldn't wait to get home and play the swapper. What does that tell you? (laughs) So I came home and, like, I immediately did this puzzle where I had not even the first clue about what I was supposed to do. I was like, I gotta stop. Yeah. Because I don't want to walk through the whole game. Right, right. Because what's the point of playing a puzzle right, game? Right, exactly. Yeah, and and this is kind of spoilery, but you discover you you're kind of forced to discover early on that essentially you can fly because what you do is you point your clone gun up in the air and you shoot a clone way up, quickly fire your soul into it, shoot another clone up in the air, quickly fire your soul into it, and you can just keep moving up, uh, which you have to do kind of early on. To, which is to, what I didn't realize. Right. Which is why I had to look at the walkthrough. Mm-hmm. So I just gave away a little tip, but That's I mean, it, it, it happens kind of early in you the game, so it's it, not so. that, not that spoilery. Uh, the game has one hell of an ending too. It's really does awesome. it? Yeah. Nice. It presents you with a very interesting choice. Ooh, Corey, how yeah. long did it take you to beat it? Like four, I think it was four or five hours. Oh, it's not bad at all. I just um, I just bought and, it actually. Did you? Yeah. I'm glad you did, Dan. You're gonna love it. I've been I wanted to. I wanted to hear what you guys thought about it yeah. first. So it, uh, yeah, that includes the time it took me to actually solve the puzzles. Right. But, uh, it deals with some very interesting futuristic sci-fi philosophical existential things. You you know the the little quotes when you're walking around, you'll walk in front of these like stones or something, and the yeah. screen goes fuzzy, and it brings up like a quote that uh, right now I don't really know what any of it means. Does it tie all that together? The, well, I mean. Yes, yes, it does. I don't want to talk about it too much, okay. but it, it does. I'll tell you off the air. Okay. Well, I mean, because I'm, I'm just kind of confused. Yeah. As to what's going on. Yeah. Did you, there's? Have you read all the memory logs and the terminals? I have. I don't know if I've paid enough attention to it, just because like right. I'm more into the atmosphere of the game than the story, sure. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's. Uh... The, the way they kind of deliver the story is through these memory logs, which are at these terminals. Mm-hmm. Um, and that kind of has, like, past discussions characters on this, the space station that have had and stuff. And, and as they were uncovering the secret of, of Theseus and all that stuff. Um, so that's how they give you the story. And um, I won't say anything more about that because I don't want to spoil it for people that might want to play it. Which everyone should. Yeah, I'm going to. Definitely. Yes, you too will. I guess I'll buy it. It's one of those games, the more you think about it, though, too, the more you, you like it. You let it marinate in your brain, and it's like, yeah, yeah, that was pretty awesome. Yeah, I'm finding, I've said this before, like, I get so much more enjoyment out of these $10, $15 indie games. Yeah. Like, I they, mean, Remember Me is cool and all, but if you give me the Swapper or Remember Me, I'm going to tell you you should play the Swapper. Right. 
You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just Absolutely. there's so much more. It's not that there's more to it physically, but mentally, yeah, it makes you think. Well, I think the indie developers are a lot more free to explore those type right. of concepts. Oh, sure. Um, which is what makes indie games so intriguing yeah. and and such a such a big part of gaming nowadays. It really is, and I, I hope that it just continues to grow because, man, the atmosphere, we didn't even talk about just, like, the way the game looks. I wanted to hear and, about the graphics because they're all handcrafted. Yeah, it's so cool looking, and the music is awesome, as you would imagine, in a game like this. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there, there are points where, like, most of the time the music is kind of... It's it's there, but you don't really notice it. But when it when it really makes its presence known, you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, this is a game where if they sell it with the soundtrack, I don't know if they do or not. That's definitely one you'd want to buy the soundtrack for. And like, just the way the game looks and the lighting, they do a really good job with the different lighting and stuff and the shadows. And it's just such a cool looking and feeling game. And you know, it, I mean, if you're into space, yeah. Which I don't I, want to spoil which it. I, am. I don't know if you've gotten to some of these points, Eric, but yeah, it's like it really you feel like you're in space at certain points. Yeah. Cool. If if this were a console game and I could put my Turtle Beach headphones on You'd be uh, happy as a client. With a Luma Room, I can't tell you what kind of boner <laughs> I have right now thinking about that. Yeah, you know what I mean. It. Like this would be a perfect game for that setting. Uh-huh. Like surround sound, Luma room lighting, just getting totally lo- balls deep in outer space. You know what I mean? I want a sequel. Yeah, I, why not? I mean, it's such an awesome game. I wanna, I wanna beat it, but I don't. I get intimidated by these games because of the puzzles because I'm having a bitch of a time with some of these puzzles and, like, I want to beat it without the walkthrough. I know I'm not going to be able to do that, but I don't want to walk through, like, three quarters of the game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I want this to have a chance for my game of the year. Uh, Okay. You know what I mean? I like that. Because it should. I mean, honestly. Total package involved, I mean, that should be a runner for it. Okay. I'm glad to hear that. So I, I just want to say uh, I play a lot of puzzle platformers, a lot. You do. It's like, I think it's probably my favorite kind of game these days. But Corey, when I saw this game was out and read about it, I was like, man, this is just right up Corey's alley. Oh yeah, they made it for me. I think they did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I just wanted to say like I play a lot of these games, and of all of them, recently I can think of, I I would say this has some of the hardest puzzles another one i would say i mean i thought braid was hard this is this is probably twice as hard as braid in my opinion um and and the only other one i think is is just as hard as some of the puzzles in closure for the ps3 um i haven't played closure it's on my backlog same yeah it's on my struggle through this (laughs) you and me both buddy sweet i mean closure i actually had to look up I, I admitted, I think I admitted at the time to looking up one of the puzzles. Just I just couldn't do it. I spent hours on it, and I was just like, you know what? I just want to enjoy this. It's, I'm now I'm at a point where I'm just getting pissed off and frustrated. I'm just gonna look it up. Um, the swapper, I never really got to that point. There are puzzles where I spent a good half hour, forty five minutes trying to figure out one of the puzzles. See, the thing that sucks though is like you're so into it and then you're like well, f- now i gotta fucking look at the walkthrough right. and it takes you out of it you know what i mean i gotta get my phone out or right. the computer i out. had the ign walkthrough at the bottom of my screen like 
I hate that I have that option almost. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because it just takes you out of it a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I know it's just my own stupidity of not being able to figure out this puzzle. <laughs> it's a hard game, though. I it mean, is. It's, it's, not... like, it's like you have to think ten steps ahead. You do. Because you're creating these clones, and you know that when you move, they're going to move with you. So you have to think about where you're standing and where you need to put your clones to move yourself and them into the proper position at the same and, time. And like Corey's saying, I almost feel like I have to find a glitch. To to defeat the puzzle, okay. you know what I mean. Yeah, but you don't. It's not actually a glitch. It's right. just how you're supposed That's to how do it. Yeah, like the one I'm stuck on, Corey. Is there are there puzzles where you have to put put your clone at the exact right distance away from you? Oh yeah. Okay, because yep. that's what I'm stuck at right now, and I'm just like, I got so fucking frustrated. I don't have a lot of patience anyway, so. I, I tomorrow I'll probably get back into it. I don't know. I might want to beat Remember Me first. I don't know. I haven't decided. But two thumbs up. Did you have anything else you want to say about it, Corey? No, that's it for me. Uh, two I thumbs just, up as well. I just want to talk about a few of the reviews for it. Um, Destructoid sure. gave it a ten out of ten. Yeah, I saw mm-hmm. that. Um, the Swapper got an eight on Gamespot. I don't know what the fuck's going on with Gamespot. Like. <laughs> They're they're lowballing everything on purpose to seem critical. Just of to things. go the opposite of IGN kind. Of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're the anti-IGN. It's, yeah. I just I don't even get how you can assign a score to some of these games. Yeah, yeah, it's it's kind of a weird thing. I guess they have to, but I mean, like for the good, they put striking and unique visuals, good fitting music, solid puzzle design, well balanced difficulty. I could argue there it's a touch difficult, but the bad over too quickly. Story leaves you wanting more. I don't know how that's a bad thing. I was just going to say, you could argue that's not necessarily a bad thing. Yeah. Like Journey, same kind of thing. It was over like that, but yeah, I wanted more, but I was still content it with was, how it ended oh yeah. and it, what it made me think. It was enough. It was enough, and you got it. You know yeah. what I mean? It wasn't too much. It was perfect. Yeah. Especially for what you paid for it. Oh, God. Um, And IGN gave it a 9.3, said it was amazing. Unforgettable world, a profound story, gorgeous art, ingenious puzzles, and awe-inspiring atmosphere. I think IGN nailed it for once. Um, Kotaku said, obviously, you should play this game. Um, The Body Swap is one of the most ingenious puzzle game mechanics since the Portal. Um, One negative, they said, every sacrifice clone made me feel more and more like some sort of unfeeling monster. (laughs) I (laughs) saw that. (laughs) I haven't had that, personally, but... um, yeah, their description. It's a quietly profound musing on the nature of life and soul wrapped around an expertly crafted, deviously difficult puzzle game. I like the sound of that. If you're up for a challenge in just an awesome world, this is the game for you. Yeah. And even one more step, if you're into space and you want all that stuff, this is Which like I your am. perfect game. I'm, I love space. So, highly recommended by the Thumbstick Athletes. And I think Eric okay. and I need a couple tissues right now. Yeah, God, I mean it's awesome. I haven't even played that much of it. I I wanted to make sure I got two hours of each game in. You know what I mean? Yeah, so you had so, something to talk. So I didn't about. have my forty-five minute defiance review. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um. So I made sure that I got a couple hours in on each of them. Okay. So sounds good. All right. So that everything everyone wants to get in about the swapper. I mean, obviously, we, me and Will didn't play it, but I did just buy it. I'm so. excited for. For you to play it, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to play, play it by next week. I gotta get get into uh, Company of Heroes. Mm-hmm. Oh god, ah, that's right. Is that that's, next week? No, it's it's that's open beta right now. It's two weeks 
from... Oh, E3's next week. Three we- it's three weeks. Company Heroes it's, comes out in three weeks. It's a good time to be a video gamer. It is, right absolutely. Now. It really is. It's not I, good for my account. Huh? It's not good for my account. No, I, I was telling Will, I, I told you guys this. My girlfriend has kind of turned me into a little more of an adult. Yeah. And I got my money situation straightened out. I, I got paid today, and I looked at my bank account. I was like, man, I'm saving some money. And I'm, like, buying these games, and I'm really enjoying it because I don't feel like I'm going to go broke. Yeah. So it's kind of a nice feeling. But The Last of Us, I'm so fucking excited. I was already excited. It was probably, like I said, it was, like, my second most excited game this yeah. year. But, man, the reviews that it's getting, I cannot fucking wait to play that game. Yeah. Eric gave me I'm, seller's remorse. I'm jealous. Yeah. Well, I mean, you still have a PS3 at your house. And I told Jared to buy it. I already planted a seed for you. Oh, nice. I texted it's him. In their, like, they keep it in their bedroom, though. Yeah, but wouldn't he let you play it? I feel weird going in someone else's bedroom to play video games. He can if move it out said, for a hey, weekend. If you said, hey, can I use that? Like, he wouldn't let you move it out for I a don't weekend? Know. Well, I, I texted him. What's that? I told Eric, though, that there's a PS3 in uh, the conference room right next to my <laughs> office. I said I could start working late. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Dude, I wouldn't blame you. It's get, the reviews are outrageous. It's yeah. li- literally, I don't think I've seen a game I that was, well received ever. Yeah, yeah, I was looking at the Metacritic and I saw seriously like 35, 100 scores. I was like, geez, that's yeah. insane. I've never seen that. Corey, you, you weren't here when I was talking about this, but um, I only saw two, I, I wouldn't even call them negative reviews, but Polygon gave it a 7.5. GameSpot gave it an 8. <laughs> Everything else was like perfect scores. IGN gave it a 10. Um, but somebody left a comment on GameSpot after they, they read the 8 review. First of all, somebody said what something like, what a terrible review this is. And then somebody wrote, Xbox Magazine gave this game a 9.5 and, and they don't even have it. And you gave it an 8. Like, Which is really funny. It is funny, you know what I mean? So I, I cannot fucking wait for that game and I'm pissed that I can't play it the day it comes out. And the next day is not looking good either. But, man. I told Jared, Corey, I was like, hey, Jared, I don't know if you got an extra 60 bucks for a game. This game coming out, The Last of Us, is getting some of the best reviews I've ever seen. You should check it out. And he's like, all right, I'll look into it. I don't know if that means anything coming from Jared, but. Ah. Yeah, you you did make me wish I didn't sell it, just to play (laughs) The Last of Us. Which I just want to remind you, I did bring up when we talked about you selling it. You did, you did. Yeah. You definitely did. All right, well. It's like. Go ahead. I, uh, I, I. it's like the the game to see off the generation, it seems, yeah. you know? Yeah, they definitely said it's uh, a generation-making game. Their, clo- their closing song. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, we're going to take a quick break and be back with our feedback and roundtable discussion right after this. Welcome back, everybody, to episode 98 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. We are now in our feedback segment. Uh, we will start with Twitter feedback. Uh, will, I think it was Will, ho- tweeted uh, from our Thumbstick Athletes oh. account. I uh, hope you weren't actually ready for Deus Ex the fall. Uh, casual Core K. Is that it? Something like that. Yeah, Casual Core K uh, on Twitter responded. And it'll be episodic release, too. Just what we <laughs> wanted, right, guys? <laughs> which uh which i ended up retweeting because that was that was funny yeah and perfect um because it probably will be episodic knowing square enix first of all 
Um, and then the whole mobile. They'll have microtransactions. Microtransactions will be in Just it too, probably. Deus Ex All the Bravest. <laughs> Deus Ex All the Bravest. That's what they should just call it at this yeah. point. Yeah, they're they're getting they're they're money grubbing, no doubt. Just, uh, so sad. Too bad. Uh, okay. Deus All the Bravex. Yes, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> all the Bravex. Is that is that region? <laughs> no, that's brilliant. You should post that on the Destructoid comments because <laughs> you'd fit right in. Zynga pitches. Yeah. Oh. Somebody said watch Zynga make a uh, a copy of this game now too. Probably. Call it Zynga X. Somebody said. That's one of my issues with uh, mobile gaming in general. Like going through the app store and seeing how many like blatant ripoffs of of some of the bigger bigger uh, mobile game releases like Minecraft. How many copies like blatant yeah. copies of that there are. That's the, kind of sickens me. Most of them are from that stupid red dog symbol from Zynga. You just get disgusted. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, Idaho Jake tweeted, "Do you guys think achievements have changed how you play games?" I don't because I don't because I like them being a surprise when I get them. How do you guys feel about achievements? Do they change the way you play games? A little bit. Okay. They don't for me. I'm with him. I like to be surprised. I like when it pops up and uh-huh. then I hit my little Xbox button to see what it was for yeah. if I don't know. But I, yeah, I enjoy the surprise of it. Okay. I'm a completionist, so when I see those achievements in the game. I like to get them. Yeah. And I don't know. I wor- I strive. I put myself through torture to get achievements. There are some achievements that I put myself through a lot to actually get. And it doesn't even mean anything. Right. It's just I got that. Good for me. I- I'm a little bit like you, Will. Uh, if if there's a game I really like, I will strive to get all the achievements. I will play through the game first, like how I normally play through it. Yeah. And then I would play through it again and again. That was really more before we started doing this. I haven't done that as much since we started doing the podcast because I want to play other things. But I would play a game over and over and yeah. over again to get all the achievements for it. Um, but but I would play through the game first without worrying about the achievements and then play through it again to get the achievements or, or go back and revisit missions, yeah. like you know that sort of stuff. Um, so I don't know if it necessarily changed the way I played games, but I did play games for longer if I wanted to get the achievements. Mm-hmm. And so. games that have achievements entice me more. And it's not that I wouldn't play a game that doesn't have achievements, because I'm not like that, but when I see that a game has achievements, I'm like, all right. Because, mm-hmm. like, Fallout 3 on Steam doesn't have achievements, but in the 360, I'm like, oh, because right. I like collecting them. Yeah. So. I haven't found myself wanting to collect ach- achievements as much on Steam. Really? Yeah. They're like, not as noticeable on Steam right. than they are on Xbox. Because when you get them on Xbox, you hear the yeah, there's Steam, that little, just the bottom right, right there's corner. There's that little tone that was so satisfying. Yeah, and you're like, yeah, I hear in everyday life now. Yeah, I used to, I used to too, when I had my Xbox. Didn't I would you, hear it. Didn't you say if people, like, people with stuff like that is because they've been around there something for too long? Probably, yeah, because I used to, back in the day when I would play a lot of EverQuest, um, I would try to hail people because that's how you would stop someone so you could talk to them. Hail. Yeah. But what about you, Corey? Achievements? I think you guys know how I feel about achievements. Yeah, you don't care? I really couldn't care less. Okay. Um, I, I think they're fine, you know. Yeah. If, if people are into that, great. But for me, it's just I get nothing out of them. Okay. Sounds if good. It's, if it's something, like, big, like, I had a FIFA one where I think it was for the amount of time something you played this many hours on the pitch, which is what they call a field. Uh-huh. That one I was pretty proud of. Yeah, There were some Gears of War ones that I would have been proud of. Um, yeah. 
you know what it does is it it, it kind of extends the life of your game. You get more yeah. out of a game, but I never play a game more than once. Right. Um, yeah. Me for the most part, you know, and there are times like for games that I really, really enjoy that these sort of arbitrary goals are enticing. Um, don't starve. Well, this is kind of a bad example because it's not as arbitrary, but I, I was really enjoying playing don't starve and unlocking more characters every time I played through. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, it's that's kind of necessary to continue your game, though. No, nah, not really. You don't think so? No. The, the, I mean, the different characters are just different abilities yeah. that you don't necessarily need. Right. Um, but yeah, it's just it was a game I enjoyed playing, and it was nice to have a reward for continually playing. And and you know, yeah, I like and unlockables. It's, yeah, it's it's nice to have that recorded in a form that is publicly displayed right like oh wow dan's played a shitload of crusader kings not as much as some people <laughs> probably no. too much but... aren't you over like 60 hours already though Pro- yeah i think so you gotta be because when i looked I days think ago it was at 50 something i i didn't really play it no. I, didn't, I didn't play i played it a little bit tonight because at what when i was waiting for people to get here but i haven't played it that much i was playing xcom actually mostly this weekend me too so but you we'll know... get into that We've talked about this, just speaking of XCOM, and Dan remind me to bring up EverQuest, too. Uh, I know this is kind of an aside, but the Civilization expansion is bringing the ability to insert your XCOM soldiers into the game. Yeah. That's awesome. I thought that was already out. No. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's the, the, you get a, a unit that's your XCOM unit and XCOM unit. That's pretty cool. Wait, right. is this in the or new... Is it, or is it your specific soldiers from your city? It's your game? soldier, yeah. You can you can port your soldier from XCOM into Civ, Civ Five. Is oh, this wow. the new DLC that just came out for it? No, I think it's with the all the or the all the Brave uh, Brave New World expansion. Yeah, that came out today. No, pre ordered it. Pre ordered it? Okay. Yeah, it's yeah. not coming out until July, right? Oh, okay. Yeah, beginning of July. Yeah, because I pre I ended up pre ordering that. All right. That makes sense. Okay. Uh, moving on to Facebook feedback. This is from Miguel in Spain who says, I haven't played Remember Me, but the other day I watched a video, uh, review in French. It seemed it's a good game, especially in terms of scenario and ambiance. Uh, but there were some problems with the camera and the progress in the game was excessively based on in trial and error. And it was a game that was very short. They also said the futuristic Paris was very well portrayed. Uh, we obviously got into that a little bit. None of us had any camera problems. No, not really. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the trial and error thing, that was only for the um, memory rewind things, but it was I actually really liked that part of it. So, yeah. Same here. Um, that, was, <laughs> that was really cool. So that, that didn't bother uh, any of us. Um, short, I don't know, I've probably played about six hours of it. And I think I'm, it's about the length the games are nowadays, yeah, you most, know what I mean? Especially a game that's as cinematic as Remember Me yeah. is. Um, it's it's about the right length, I think. Probably eight to ten hours. It'll probably take me about ten. Yeah. I usually am a little bit slower. Um, so, But yeah, Futuristic Paris was very well portrayed. I think that's that's one of the best things about the game is, is the amazing setting. Um, I hope they explore it a little bit more in a sequel. Are you in the slums a lot during this game? No, not really. Okay. Um, just the beginning. I mean, there's some slummy parts that you go through, mm-hmm. but you, you get into more more varied locations Good. as you progress through the game. So any where you're just like, wow, huh? Any that you're just looked at and you're like, wow, everything. Like I like even the slums were horridly ugly, 
but in, but in a really good that, way. That's what it needed to be. I didn't, I didn't the, even find it in a good way. They're the slums. Yeah, that's like, what they're supposed, supposed to look, to look yeah. bad, bad. I just didn't like it. Yeah, I, I don't know. It does. It does get like more better Pretty. looking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pretty. Yeah. As you know. Uh, so yeah, um, Eric's eyes. That mm-hmm. was remember me. Uh, Dave in Boston says the swapper sounds like a thumbstick athlete's groupie. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, swapped around Doesn't between it? the between the four of us, three of us, because Corey's in Brooklyn. He's got his own groupies. Yeah, he's got his own swappers down there. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> uh, Michael, Minnesota. I went and downloaded the Game of Thrones mod for Crusader Kings 2 to see what it was like, but it wasn't compatible with the latest Crusader Kings 2 update, so I'll have to wait. With that said, I'm so glad that Dan enjoys Crusader Kings 2 so much. Two so much. It's a hard game to explain to people. Extremely complex and has a huge learning curve, but it's so worth it. I've been uh, binging on Football Manager for the past couple of weeks. As I'm sure my friends on Steam have noticed, I'm now up to 244 hours for this year's game. It's still Holy going crap. strong. It's a bit sad, really. Uh, Michael, I don't think it's sad at all. That's I, think nuts. That's, I think it's fantastic. I wish I had the patience to learn that game, but I just don't. Yeah, the... Well, I mean, you can look at... Uh, football manager as being the crusader kings of soccer mm. that's kind of how it is okay. it's all, it's not much to look at but it's all like menus and mm. you know steep, that, learn, that sort steep of learning curve yeah i i like that part of the game i just don't have the patience to learn it yeah on a video game yeah i guess you know yeah. what i mean no i understand well as i said crusader kings probably took me 20 hours to learn the basics <sighs> I'm still learning something every time I play. Uh, I'll talk a little bit more about it during what I played, but still, still making some pretty big mistakes that you don't realize you're making at the time, and then end up you end up, you you, you end up paying for them pretty badly, like 50 years later. So, anyway, yeah. Well, I think Two, that's a hell of an accomplishment. 244 hours is awesome. Yeah, I, I have pat no on the back. Going. Yeah, definitely a pat on the back. Hey, if they had an Eastside Hockey Manager for uh, you can get the old one and, and up, update it to today's rosters, but I, I want a new one, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, Idaho Jake says, Hey, guys, just a few things about State of Decay. The bad things first, your characters get tired, but you can't walk up to a bed and rest them. Uh, you have to switch between you have to switch people but that character you can switch in between uh might be on a mission that you didn't send them on so you have to use them so you have to use your tired person otherwise it is a fun game a definitely game you play uh once to learn then restart once you get it down i think we'll play it so i'll let him talk about it yeah me and eric both played it so we'll talk about it a little bit uh later in what we played okay Mm -hmm. oh you did yeah yeah we did excellent i was thinking about playing it i'm glad I'm glad you guys did. Mm-hmm. State of Decay. Is that out for PC? It's going yeah. to be. Oh, that's right. I forgot you still have your 360. Will's 360, anyway. Oh, I thought you got rid of it. No, I still got it, man. Ah, nice. I need something to beat. Uh, I'm still playing Borderlands 2. Oh, I yeah. still plan on beating that. That's right. Do you still have Halo 4 or no? <laughs> no. <laughs> Just me, Eric. Yeah, right. Cool, guys. Maybe I'll pick up FIFA. Oh, do it. You won't regret it. Eric would love that more than anything. Yeah. You're not playing FIFA anymore. Yeah. Did you see the FIFA footage that came out today, FIFA 14? I did. I did see it. I mean, it's FIFA trailers. I don't. 
Oh, doesn't mean much. I don't really get too impressed by the stuff. I mean, it looks awesome, but yeah. Did you guys see the video for the Enforcer engine for NHL 14? No. Looks kind of cool. Don't, don't start. Just saying. Every year, Corey, I think it's going to be different. I'm not going to be able to get it anyway. I'm not going to have a console to play it on. So mm. true. PC? Do they still come out for PC? No. Nah. I'll fucking get uh, it. I don't. With you. I don't think they have since 2009. I think that was the last PC release of NHL. Looks like we're getting the, NHL. the problem with it though is the game usually comes out in September. Yeah. The new consoles probably aren't going to come out until November. End of October, November. Yeah. NHL is not coming yeah, out. Yeah, it's on not the coming next, out for the yeah, new consoles. They confirmed that. Oh, it's not. No, yeah, they confirmed it. We'll get oh, it for damn. 360 if I get it for anything. I guess that's what I'll be getting it on. Yeah. Dang it. Uh-huh. Um. What were we talking about? You're not going to get rid of your 360, though, Don't are you? starve. No. Just... State of Decay. Oh, we're going to get into that later. Yeah. Yeah. During during uh, what we played. All right. Uh, from Tito in L.A. says, listening to the episode now, I have time. I have to time it right to chat with you guys while listening live, which we, we – I actually didn't start the live recording <laughs> yeah. until after we had recorded the first segment. Which was an accident. Yeah, that was an accident. Absent-mindedness. I was more concerned that the – recording software was all working okay so I, I forgot the live stream but i think i think he's in now and, and listening so uh uncharted 2 is a fantastic fun game and is in my top five i bought that today after reading that okay yeah because you're almost done with the first one right mm-hmm. so move, move on to uncharted 2 after that uh, mass effect trilogy is a game i find myself coming back to often i've played the first one multiple times the second one I'd find myself coming back to, and now the third one I've played about four times, and I highly re- recommend getting the DLC uh, story ones. For the third, especially the Citadel, which really helps make the ending not suck so bad. Uh, what do you think about Mirror's Edge 2 that was supposedly on Amazon or something? Has anyone played the game? About an eight-hour ride, I really like the gameplay. However, much too often you'd literally be lost on where you're supposed to go. Uh, I didn't know it was such a short game, so I was surprised... Uh, it surprised me when I got to the ending. Very good game, though. I uh, thought I'd join the conversation from last episode. Some games I tried to pick that differed from the ones you mentioned already for top five ambassador games. One, Braid. Much like the Limbo recommendation, the artwork in Braid is absolutely amazing, but in the opposite aspect of Limbo. Braid has amazing colors, backgrounds, and textures that seem influenced by watercolor paintings and Van Gogh with great nods to classic games like Mario, and the, the story's ending revelation was absolutely mind-blowing. A platformer with a twist with controlling time adds a layer of difficulty. This fits well with Corey's opinion on Ambassador Games on what makes games unique. The gameplay of time control and how it still ties in with themes like regret and how it accumulates into the ending is fantastic. Side note, Limbo did not have great reception to my non-gamer sister, I don't think it would go over well with non-gamers and older people when they see a young boy die some gruesome deaths. She would, <laughs> <laughs> she would get upset by my bro. She would get upset with my bro-in-law and didn't want her young kids to see him play the game. Yeah, because a spider like stabs the kid through the head. Yeah. <laughs> good. That's a good point. I didn't even think of that. Uh, two, The Walking Dead by Telltale Games. Yeah. Uh, the game is like the show, but better. It has characters that are more endearing. Anyone who isn't crazy about gaming can easily play this interactive story. It's a great example of how games can make you care for characters and also hate characters and realize how silly uh, it is to have such feelings towards someone that isn't real. That's a good point. I forgot about that, like putting that down. Mm-hmm. Number three, Shadow of the Colossus. Uh, just play it. 
a story with barely any talking, and it's just you and a horse in this, in this mysterious land. I put this in mainly because my mom, who doesn't like me playing video games, saw me playing this game and said, ooh, it's like you're playing a movie. She actually liked how it looked, and the music is incredible and helps create grandeur moments for the battles you face. But this is the best example of atmospheric gaming and making your experience something no other game has done. The environment and the animation is absolutely incredible, but seriously, I can't recommend this game enough. It's not for everybody. It's a game you either love and goes in your top five immediately or you hate hate it and think it's one of the worst games ever. But it was voted as the number one PS2 game in their library by IGN. I have a feeling none of you have played it. Did anyone play no, but I bought it today based off of this. Eric bought it, yeah. <laughs> I bought two games today based off of this. Nice. Uh, four, Rock Band slash Super, Mar- Super Smash Brothers slash kart racing games. I don't care for either game, but for the ambassador argument, these games show video games aren't always antisocial, but can be very social and just not from multiplayer, and not just from a multiplayer point of view, uh, but actually meeting people physically and playing something together in the same room. We've had many tournaments for Relay for Life where Mario Kart was used... Uh, and it brought groups of people together in the same room, and it was a lot of fun. Then number five, Portal, Portal 2. It's a funny, non-killing shooter puzzle game. So, uh, let's go back. Uh, Uncharted 2, we talked about Mass Effect Trilogy. Thumbs up. Yeah, yeah thumbs up. I'm a- Actually, for my, for my roundtable, I did my backlog, both of games that I haven't played and games I want to play again. In games I want to play again, the Mass Effect trilogy is actually on there. So, um, definitely, we all like the Mass Effect games. Uh, yeah, we can all recommend the, the Mass Effect games. Mirror's Edge Two. Uh, Mirror's Edge is interesting because it's a game I really want to play, but uh, it's supposedly one of the games that's going to have Oculus Rift support, Ooh. Uh, which makes it that much better. What is uh, this game even about? Mirror's Edge is. Uh, it's the game where you're like run. It's it's almost like a parkour game where you run along rooftops. Oh. You're a messenger. You play a messenger and you have to take messenger from one. I don't know. I don't know the the basic gist of the game. Place. But but yeah, yeah, you're you're just a messenger. You, you take messages from one place to another. Uh, but you're running along along rooftops the entire game. So it's very, you know, the heights and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and I think they're gonna do Oculus Rift support for the first one. So you know, no doubt they'll do Oculus Rift support for the second one. Which I mean, that's going to be amazing, I think. Yeah. I think, Dan, you're, you're confusing wishful thinking with what's actually been done. No. Uh, there, I actually watched a video of Mirror's Edge on Oculus. Yeah, but it wasn't, it wasn't them that did it. Oh. Well, that's that's fine. If someone can do it, then, then it worked. Then, yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> you, well, no, you just said that Mirror's Edge 2 is going to have Oculus Rift. It probably will. Just... Someone's going to do it. Right, but it's not being... You know, it's not official. Not developing the ga- Nobody's come out and said that they're developing the game. With no, the absolutely not. Support. But I guarantee someone will do it because uh, because the first one I think would be amazing with with Oculus Rift. Yeah, support. Well, I just uh, but, put but it on the, my Amazon wish list. Mirror's Edge. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know that's that's the beauty of of PCs is your average user can can do that stuff. It was forty bucks. Still, it came out in two thousand nine. Still forty bucks. Ooh. I wonder how much it is on Steam. I probably twenty. That was for three sixty. It was a little cheaper for PS three. Okay. Oh, uh, it was ten bucks for PC. I think. Oh. oh. All right. Perfect. I'll look uh, because that is one I've wanted to play too. Hmm. It's a cool concept for a game. It's too bad it's EA though. It's like a little, a little tw- twenty bucks regular for PC. Okay. But you can get it for ten ninety nine right now. 
All right. There won't be an online pass, though. Uh, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So, yeah. His his five ambassador games, Braid, uh, The Walking Dead, Shadow of the Colossus, which Eric is going to play because he bought it based on this recommendation. That's right on my alley. I'm really excited to play yep. that. And then, I, uh, I, so, I, go ahead. I, do, I, do, I just wanted to say he definitely got what I was getting at with games and how they are a unique form of art and why that is. Yeah. Which a lot of people, like I try to explain it to a lot of people and they don't really seem to get it. Like people look at a game that looks nice and say, oh, that's an artistic game. But I feel like there's, it's so much more than that in games. And I think he nailed it. So I just wanted to say thank you. You wanted to gloat is what you wanted to do. Why? I'm not gloating. I'm just... (laughs) I know. I'm just you kidding. hated our list that we came what? up with. You hated our list. No, no, no. That's not what I'm saying at all. I just, I just wanted to point out the fact that he paraphrased that very well. Yeah, like absolutely. My thoughts. Um, and I'm glad. You know, I'm glad other people see it out there. You the know? way that you do. Yeah, I actually never thought about the violent deaths in Limbo when I was coming up with my list. Um, yeah, we, I forgot we, about that. Too. I, I was just very impressed by the visuals of it. I never thought about, you know, your your art gallery goer playing that game and seeing the main character get stabbed in the head by a spider. That's probably going to turn some people yeah, off. I yeah. never never thought about that. It never crossed my crossed my mind. Yeah, it is pretty violent. Or your art gallery goer. Although a lot of those people can be kind of gothic and yeah, that's true. A little like um art art can be violent too. Paintings. Yeah. I was watching an episode of Law and Order the other day where there was an art gallery and the painting was just blood that had dripped down on it from a murder. That's terrible. So there you go. <laughs> that's a that's Law violent. Law and Order's real life. That's why. Vi- yeah. Oh yeah. That's violent. Okay. I think that's Moving it for our feedback, right? Yeah, that's it. Thank you. Excellent. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks everybody for feedback. Uh, as usual, we love our feedback. Um. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's get into uh, roundtable discussions. Who's? Does everyone have a topic? I was going to do the achievement one, but we already, we already talked about okay, it. Okay, we already talked about that. Eric, me. Eh, I don't love it. Okay. Do you, I know we skipped Corey last week, so why don't we start with Corey? Because he was going to do I don't do, have do any this. of my notes, so I won't be able to do it justice. Okay, so you want to wait till next week to do it then? Sure. Okay. Do you, well, we can just talk about this real quick. I don't think it'll be too in-depth, but it's, it's just some more Xbox One stuff. Uh-huh. We kind of already talked about before we were recording, but um, this is uh, an article from Kotaku today titled the xbox one just had a very bad day and this was put up today from luke plunkett Um, i'm just going to read you his recap of today Um, he in his opinion says this news was almost all bad here's a recap the console we already knew some of this stuff the console must connect to the internet once every 24 hours in order for you to play games for many people from military personnel to students that's an inconvenience maybe even an impossibility Never mind what happens to everybody's console if Microsoft servers ever come down. Um, Second one, the Xbox One will allow the sale of used games at particular retailers, but only if the publisher will allow it. Publishers being the very people opposed most fiercely to use video game sales, in his opinion. Um, There are restrictions on how you can give and loan your games away. What's more, lending won't be available at launch. Microsoft is still exploring possibilities with their partners on that. Um, and then he says, even some of the good in quotations, good news is really just not as bad news 
or an avoidance of bad news. Right, right. Um, and he talks about how Microsoft came out with the... It's actually on the Xbox One website. You should look at it. I read it over. And when I read what they said, I was like, oh, this isn't as bad as I thought it was. But then he kind of pushed me back in the direction. Right. After reading some yeah. explanation. Something a little less biased. Well, maybe he is biased. I don't know. Um, so their avoidance of bad news. Responding to fears over privacy issues surrounding the always-on Connect. Microsoft says you can turn the Connect off. Which you can believe or not believe. It's still like when you're sitting there playing video games, it's got to be on. It has to be on or you can't use your system. Right. Well, they actually said on the website you can use your system, but you can't play games. So and That's if, really if, mostly what you do with your system. Well, that's what we think you do with your system, but not Microsoft. I tweeted something over the weekend that says, if you're confused about the Xbox... uh, You're not alone. You're not alone. And it was the chart of the three different people of what they said on everything about the Kinect, the Mm -hmm. Always Online, and they're all different, conflicting reports. Nobody knows what to believe. So if you want to watch movies and shit, I guess your Kinect can be off, but if you want to use your gaming console as a gaming console... You can't turn the connect off, right? Or you can't use your gaming console, right? Well, I th- do. You think what they're going for by saying that is that what I was worried well, about? Well, damn, everything's it, better with it, connect. Well, right, but but like having it on all the time, even when like you're just walking around in your underwear and your console's not on, then you can turn it off. That's what they're saying. Yeah. So you can't just at any time say Xbox on and it'll turn on because it, it won't hear you because it's actually quote unquote off. I think they're just lying. That, well, I think Will's right. I think it always is on to some extent. Right. It's always you can at least... unplug it to turn it off. That's yeah. basically what they're getting at, <laughs> yeah. what I think. R- really, yeah. You, I mean, you can unplug it to turn it off, and then you can't use your system at all. Right. Exactly. It's that's something what... along those lines. That's what I'm getting at. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Um, and then leaving the sole piece of, oh, okay, that's pretty cool news, as he puts it. You can have up to ten people in your Xbox One family, which kind of reminds me of those cell phone plans that have the in whatever yeah, fuck it was. Your, you get your, your inner circle or whatever. Um, and you can share all of your content among the people in your ten-person Xbox family, regardless of which console. I guess it will be over the cloud. Right. Um, which is kind of cool. Like he said, that's that's pretty cool. Um, but again, it's, like... It's too late. Yeah. You already fucked yourself. Yep. Sorry. Too late. And like we were talking about before, I mean, I would share it with a few people. Yeah. Us, we would share between. That's only cool news because of the shit that's <laughs> right. come out right. in the previous two weeks. Yeah. You think that's that, the only reason that has any merit. Here. You think yeah. if none of that was true and they announced that, people would be like, whatever. Yeah. Like, if, if, if the system had been released and people liked what they had and they presented it, like, as a gaming console... They probably wouldn't have even had to release that because mm-hmm. that's secondary. But right now, that's the best thing they got going for them. Right. That's so sad. Check which, it out. You're 10-person family. That's kind of how I felt about Call of Duty Ghosts during the, the press yeah. conferences. They had nothing else. So I was yeah. like, oh, hey, Call of Duty looks pretty cool. It yeah, makes you wonder so about the rumors that they're like six months behind, however you judge how far behind you are. But, yeah. you know, it makes you wonder if they really are. I guess we're going to find out next week. Yeah. At See E3. what they have at E3. They're going to have to really blow their load at E3. What if they have nothing? I really... They couldn't... They can't possibly be that stupid. I didn't think they'd be that stupid with their release. They're... I know, but as stupid as they were, they can't possibly be that stupid. They did say that they <laughs> would not be talking about television, which that's a start. Is it, though? I think... 
Because, I have the lowest expectations. Because honestly, like, I just think no matter what they do, in my opinion, like, look at it. They base the whole fucking thing on television, and now you're not going to talk about that at all? Right. Like, they're gonna, they, I just don't know what they can do at this point, because they're in such a clusterfuck. They will bring up television. They have to. Yeah. They're going to. Because, they have to. Because... It's such a huge part of what they're offering. They yeah. have to bring it up. Yeah, they have to bring it up. Absolutely, they can't. They can't completely neglect it. I mean, they may. It may be a little bit on the back burner, but I think they're gonna. They're definitely gonna bring it up. Yeah. But like, did anyone tell them that people are canceling cable at, a, at an alarming rate? Apparently, nobody told them. Okay. I let them find out the hard way. Yeah, when and no one buys it. I have an Xbox 360 that I can watch Netflix on, yeah. and the fact that I can talk. To it, which I can already do with my Xbox 360, by the way. Yeah. It means nothing to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But can you watch The Price is Right on <laughs> See, Xbox 360? That's where Corey is right. But I don't have cable, so it doesn't matter. Right. Okay. We've already harped on that enough. But yeah. I, like I said, actually, if you want to read the thing on the Xbox website, you might be like, oh, you know, this doesn't sound as bad as I once thought it was. But, you know... You find somebody with a way with words, and you can spin whatever you oh, want. Oh, yeah, that's their PR department yeah. doing damage control. They did a good job, I thought, with that article, uh-huh. or whatever you want to call well, it. Well, I mean, it's the same. It's not the same, but the whole DRM thing is the same thing PlayStation said. Is it's We're leaving it up to the publishers. They did. No, they absolutely said the same thing. So. Right. But Granted, man. they fucked up their announcement. I don't think anybody's arguing that, and they're suffering because of it, but really, soup to nuts. No, and you know uh, what, Corey? I've thought about this. It's like, I don't know why I'm okay with PlayStation 4 doing some of the same stuff that Microsoft's doing. I, sh- I don't think I should be. But It's because they spoke to you. They did. They, they showed me what I wanted to see, and Xbox fucked it up so royally that, like, I'm... On PlayStation side, by so much at this point that if they tell me the same things that Microsoft says, I'm like, oh, yeah, all right, I can deal with that. Well, the thing Play- PlayStation did is a showed games right. for their system. They appealed to gamers. They yeah, they showed the the share feature that they're gonna have. Which I love. Which you know that's not something I'm personally interested in, but people love that. People love watching you know gameplay snippets from from mm-hmm. from other people. And... I'm excited about it for what it can bring to our podcast too. Yeah, well, yeah absolutely. That that's another thing. Um, and they showed that they're they're working hard with uh, game developers to, indie gamers. to to make sure indie gamers, but to make sure that the system is friendly for developers. Mm-hmm. And, Micro- and they put, they specifically mentioned indie games, yep. which is great. Yep, uh, Microsoft uh, is working with uh, like cable companies like yeah. Time Warner Cable, ESPN. who I hate, ESPN, who I hate, <laughs> Comcast, who I probably would hate if right. I had any experience with them. Ugh. So what a disaster! So, yeah. Well, all right. Does anybody have any predictions for Microsoft's E3? Or I really don't know happen? what to expect. I have, I have no, no idea, idea what to expect either. I really hope that they come out and and. I hope they tank, to I, be honest. I don't hope they tank. I hope they they at least make it so that there's going to be some sort of competition. Because I really don't think it's going to be a competition at this point. Yes, it will. I, I think Corey's I think you're right. right. I, I think, think you're right. right. Yeah. I think Sony's just going to do more of the same of what they did at their presentation. Right. Which is what they should do because it was great. And I think Microsoft is going to show some games that look cool. And people are going to kind of gravitate towards back to that because if they don't show a lot of TV 
it's it's not going to get forgotten, but it's going to be in the back burner of yeah, your brain instead pe- of the forefront. Where people, people forget, right? People are going to be like, "It's yeah, it's what have you done for me lately?" Right? It's that mentality, and it, they're going to show cool games as they should. It's, in my opinion, it's back to a competition already. Because in my opinion, Microsoft had all the momentum. They screwed the pooch. Sony played their cards perfectly well, regardless of the features and restrictions on either system. All that stuff aside, just speaking to the messaging, you know, Microsoft screwed it up. Sony nailed it. Game on. I don't think it's at a competition right now. I think everybody's kind of at a wait and see after E3, but I say Sony's easily ahead in the gamer's mind. The thing is, yeah, exactly, to the gamer's mind, the people that identify themselves as gamers. But there is a whole multiple more people out there that don't consider themselves gamers, aren't aware of any of this that's going on. They see the new Xbox. They know all their buddies on Call of Duty. They know all their buddies on um, FIFA. They have no idea what's going on, and they won't know until they try to trade in a game at GameStop, and they're told they can't. I'll give you that, but I think that the gamers outweigh that for a new gaming console. I really do. And I don't think there's a competition right now. I think it's definitely at a wait and see, but Sony's ahead. My thoughts is Microsoft is going for a government contract where the government puts an Xbox 360 with an always on connect in everybody's living room. That's what I think. I wouldn't put it past their fucking government either. Dan. That's scary. Well, they're tapping everybody's phones, so mm-hmm. it's only a matter of time before they tap everybody's living room, a la 1984. But that's my opinion. Yeah. So I'm not going to get one. Oh, the other reason I want it to tank is because I don't want there to be any inkling in my brain that I want one. Oh. Yeah. I just think it'd be funny if it was tanking, so I could. Well, that too. Have a good I like show. picking on it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Call of Duty Ghosts. <laughs> I just want that. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be funny if they just did like an hour of Call of Duty shit. Well, the 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 best thing that could happen if they tank is they reevaluate their position and and hopefully uh, rectify their mistakes. That's ideally what you want in a. Do you think it's too late f- though? No, no, because they can change anything they want like later on. You know. Yeah. All right. There, so. There's so many intangibles. I'm with Dan on that one. There's so many intangibles. You just you don't know. Yeah. I mean. Look how vocal people were against the EA online pass, but, like, really did that translate into people not buying EA games? No, but I think the backlash was a lot worse for this. I don't, I mean, you look at when they put polls up as to what your thoughts were and and what you want to buy. Those polls are for people that are paying attention. And there are, for every person that's paying attention, there are ten people that aren't. I don't know if that's true. I don't think it's quite as much as you're making it out to be. Five. One to every five. I don't I don't know. I really don't know about that. I just I mean, I'm only speaking anecdotally for, for my friends who play games, have consoles, but I speak to on a regular basis and they just have no idea what's going on. Soccer moms will buy the <laughs> Xbox the new Xbox for their See, I think the the Wii U is more along those lines. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's always that Christmas push of the Wii. Yeah. I don't feel like that's the case with Xbox and PlayStation. I just feel like it's more of a Nintendo thing. Nintendo. Yeah, because, because, because of their name. Yeah. I mean, all the parents that buy their kids' consoles 
you think are paying attention to this stuff? Nope. No, no, Not I don't. But I'm saying I don't think it's as much of a Sony and Microsoft thing as it is Nintendo is the console thing at holiday time. Because when I go to Walmart on Black Friday, I don't see a Sony and a Microsoft stand. I see Nintendo Wii stands around because that's what the parents buy. Still. But you're right to an extent, Corey. I just don't think it's the extent that you're putting it at. It's my opinion. Yeah. Okay. Moving on. I guess I'm the only one, other one with a a round table, and it's just my backlog. I just want to run through my backlog <laughs> yes. real quick. I didn't write down the hours for how long these games would take, but oh, I... God. I'm, it's mostly because I don't want to know. But anyway, this is my backlog of games that I haven't played yet, which is Alan Wake plus American Nightmare, Batman Arkham City, The Binding of Isaac, Black Mesa, Closure, Company of Heroes, and Expansions, which I'm going to be playing next because Company of Heroes 2 is coming out in, what did we figure out, two, three weeks? Two? Two and a half weeks. Two. Um, Costume Quest, Darksiders, Dear Esther, Dirt 3, Deus Ex, Human Revolution, uh, Dungeon Siege 2 and 3, oh, yeah. Fez, Hotline Miami, Legend of Grimrock, Limbo, Little Inferno, Lone Survivor, Mark of the Ninja, Portal 2, Proteus, Psychonauts, Risen 2, Stacking, and Thomas Was Alone. Now those are the games that I really want to play that are on my backlog. I certainly have ones that I haven't played that I'll get to when I get to. Um, but those are the ones I really do want to play. And then the ones I, I have and have played but want to play again are Bioshock, the first one, uh, Borderlands 2 and all the DLC, The Cave I want to play through again, Dragon Age Origins I want to play through again, Dungeon Siege 1 I want to play through again, uh, Mass Effect Trilogy, Ma- Metro Last. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Dungeon Siege 1? Yeah. <laughs> Why? Because I had the first one and I loved it. Wait, you want to play through the first one again? Yeah. I right. really like the first Dungeon Siege. I remember playing the first Dungeon Siege and really liking it. Yeah, it was awesome. To go back and play them. How dare you, Corey? I it, no, it's just <sighs> I, I feel like everything else that's on your list. Never. I mean, yeah. I mean, what you want to play is what you want to play. But yeah, how dare you question my my what that's I like, already played, but I want to play again. That's like something I'd play if I was like at my grandma's and she had it on her computer. Dungeon. And there was nothing else to play. It came out in like two thousand three. That would be the only way I'd play it again. Uh, Metro Last Light <laughs> Ranger Mode, and then I want to play The Witcher and The Witcher 2 before The Witcher 3 comes out. So, Did you see the screenshot from The Witcher 3 that came out today? No. Oh, yeah. Does it look good? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I look forward to that one. Uh, but anyway, that's my backlog. And like I said, that's just the games that I have that I want to play. I, there's there's ones that on my backlog that uh, who knows if I'll ever get to, but the, but they're there, so. Uh, We're going to take a quick break and be right back with what we played right after this. Welcome back, everybody, to episode 98 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. We are now in what we played this week segment. Now, I didn't really play all that much other than remember me mostly, so I'll, I'll go first. I played a little Crusader Kings 2, and once again, my kingdom fell apart. Uh, <laughs> I was probably, I was like 200 years into my into my reign as my, I had taken over all of Ireland, I took over all of Scotland and all of Wales, and I was slowly chipping away at England, and, gotcha. um, well, my king died, so I lost. Wait, how'd he die? I don't remember. Natural, natural causes? I don't think it was natural. 
No, it was natural, and he was kind of old. He was like 67, too. This game sounds so intriguing. It's pretty intriguing. Um, and I lost. I ended up losing the Kingdom of Scotland and losing the Kingdom of Wales. I kept the Kingdom of Ireland, luckily. That boy. Um, I had a king. I had my king was kind of young for for Ireland, uh, maybe like twenty well, twenty two. No, twenty two or twenty five or something like that. And he died fighting, oh. uh, because of course everyone rebels after after the king dies. Wait, do you choose whether he goes to battle or not? Uh, you can. Sometimes I have them fight, and usually I don't, um, but I didn't, and he died pretty quickly after, so I didn't have a male heir, so it went to a queen. Wait, you sent your king into battle when he didn't have a male heir? Party <laughs> brings up a really good point. Party, part, it was partly my fault, I agree. So it was wholly um, your fault. But at the same time, like I wasn't well, fighting died. anybody tough. It's it was fault. just a like a state that was rebel you know uh, a county that was rebelling and usually and that's a rookie mistake all right uh, 60 hours <laughs> 60 hours and as i said i'm still learning things at 60 hours so dan you didn't know let, he was me, ask you, die. let me ask you this can what? you have bastard children yeah i like hearing you talk about this game a lot it's pretty amazing so do i that's why i giving me crap it's interesting <laughs> uh so so i had a queen takeover um she ended up keeping all of the Kingdom of Ireland, but every single country rebelled. And I, I, I fought off the rebellion, uh, luckily. Luckily, I had a big store of money. I had been saving money for a while, so I could hire mercenaries to help me help me with my civil war. So I won that. Um, and while I was recovering, England decided to attack me. Um, and I, I was not... They saw they were wanted to exploit your weakness. Yep, they absolutely did. So so they, they attacked me while I was down, and, and, and I didn't... I had spent all my money fighting all the civil wars, and, and my soldiers didn't have enough time to recoup, so I got crushed by England, and, and they took me out, so... is that You spent 60 hours on this game? Uh, on all my games put together. Oh, oh, okay. I thought it was this one specific no. one. So you said you, you lived 200 years? Yeah, my I think that was about two hundred years. I was and how try- long? How long gameplay wise? Probably twenty hours. Wow. So, I did a republic that you kind of create your own leader for, and that got taken out after like three years. So actually, I, I got pissed off and I I rage quitted that game. Did you? Yes, for for now. There's an article um, on Kotaku called yeah. "Why We Rage Quit." Yep, and I I played XCOM over the weekend. Yeah, uh, but. I, I played a little bit of a little bit more Crusader Kings today. I started as the petty kingdom of Iceland. Um, they're kind of away from everybody else. So, didn't you say um, to start that was a good sieve to pick? No, it's Ireland. Good, Ireland, one of the independent republic, uh, independent country counties of Ireland. Um, just because there's not like they don't get attacked by everybody all the time like a lot of the other places do. Um, and Can, it, it's let me ask you this: fairly easy to conquer. Let me ask you this: As Iceland, because you are secluded, yeah, um, is is there a way to play a very like private game and not like interfere and still win? That's what I was going for. Actually. Isolationism. That's what I was going for, but I got attacked by Norway. Because I was a petty kingdom and they actually had like a claim on my country, uh, uh, so they attacked me. So they I, had every right. They had every right. I, I lost, um, but <laughs> I, I, I was I was able to continue because they just wanted to make me a vassal of theirs. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I, you became a vassal. I, I'm a vassal of, <laughs> of fucking awesome. Norway so cool. now. 
This game sounds and amazing, but I never want to play it. Pretty amazing. And do you operate separately, yeah, or do commands it. come from the King of Norway and say, hey, you need to give us some troops or some shit? It depends on the Crown Authority level. Uh, Whoa. I think it's relatively. <laughs> I, I think it is relatively low right now. So I, I'm fairly autonomous. But like, if if they ever needed troops, I would have to send troops, or else they could they I, could so take me down. This, this crown authority level is this something that is agreed to? Like they sent you a treaty that said we want to make you a vassal, and this is our authority level. Do you accept? Otherwise, it's, we'll kill you. No, it's it's actually set in like the laws of the kingdom. Right. So it's it, it applies to everybody. And I think it's fairly low right now, so I don't have a lot of requirements uh, right now. But they, you know, obviously as a king, you want a higher crown authority, so you have more more control over your vassals. I'm wearing a suit of armor next week. You should. Crusader Kings is I great. Buy one. I've wanted to do that my whole life. Me too, Corey. <laughs> um, Dan. Yes. Can you play this multiplayer? Yeah. Is it something you would ever consider doing? Yeah. If you want to play multiplayer, I'm, I'm, I'm all, all down for that. <laughs> Do it, man. That sounds great. I, uh, I guarantee it's not as fun as Civ multiplayer. but Well, well the thing is, um, it's the type of game that if you sat down and played with somebody and like talked while you were playing, I feel like you would pick up on things a lot quicker than trying to figure it out on your own. Yeah, probably. Because I could be like, well, what the hell is this? And you could be like, well, here's this. Yeah. Well, as I said, even sixty plus hours in, I'm still learning new things, new new nuances sure. that the game has that I wasn't aware of. Well, I mean, my brief experience with it, I, I kept playing as Poland, which I feel like is a bad yes thing to start as. Definitely start out as an Irish, one of the independent Irish states. That's that's the way to go because then you can kind of learn the game. You can conquer at your own speed. You're not tied into all the other shit that's going on around you because there's not really anything going around or yeah. going on other than the Saxon invasion of England. But it doesn't affect Ireland in any way. Like, they just take over England or England fights them back, one one or the other, you know? So so you're, the, you're... the majority of what you're doing is, A, like, managing the... What's the word I'm looking for? Like the government, right? Yeah, yeah. And the other one is warfare. Yeah. Is there are there other like big aspects to this game? Yeah, there's there's the the political aspect of it, like uh, uh, diplomacy, diplomacy is a big is a big thing. Uh, managing your internal affairs is a, is means... another big thing, like managing your vassals and your courtiers and making Can sure. Can you give me a specific example? Yeah, like keeping your vassals happy is important because if you don't, they rebel, and that's. And how do you keep what's how, what's one way to keep them happy? It it depends. Like low, they like low tax rates, but obviously you want higher tax rates so you get sure. more money, so you can improve your your city or your technology or whatever you know your treasury. Yeah, or, or hire more troops. That sort of thing. Pocket change. Yeah. Okay. So. Okay. It's an awesome game. I like it, Dan. It's an awesome game. I like hearing you talk about it. Love it. Now, say you we you and I booted up a game together. I <laughs> played as Ireland, and you played as Russia. Could we first turn agree to like a full alliance? I don't know. I yes. don't know. Probably. It'd probably be more fun if you start off as Ireland and I start off as, like, Scotland or Wales. So at least we were close to each other and could interact in some way. Work out. Yeah, like, when I played it, I mean, 
I didn't get it, first of all. I had no idea what the hell I was doing. But then, like, you said your king died. Like, what kind of bugged me about the game is it would just be a little pop-up that said, your king has died, and that was it. Yeah. No, like, it's it's very huge just... huge, momentous thing is just summed up in a pop-up. Well, like, really, like, as you... No at... taps playing on the trumpet, just... Just a little pop-up that says your king has died. As you God. progress, like, it means less and less that your king dies. Okay. Because you have so many different heirs and, and stuff. I mean, it doesn't mean less, but it happens a lot. So you're like, okay, you know, another king died, whatever. Because is... really, like, you only get usually, like, maybe 20 years, if you're lucky, for a king's reign. So it sounds like your bloodline is important, right? It's very important. Is there a way to survive without your bloodline or are you always playing as your bloodline no you you have to have an heir whatever that may be like it depends on on the succession laws in your in your kingdom and you can Can change change them set your succession laws so that i'm i'm king Corey. when i die i want uh king eric i want eric to be my king even though we're we're unrelated yes there's uh, there's elective monarchy Okay. Which means you can appoint a successor and then they have to be elected in. I don't know how, like, I don't remember exactly how that works, but I, I use that one time because my oldest son was, was an asshole and I didn't want him to be king, so I wanted my younger son to do it. Uh, so I so I picked elective monarchy. Don't let Max hear that. No, I did, know. So, so when you died, did they elect him? No, I, I well, I appointed him and then I think oh, my okay. vassals had to elect him, but I, I had a large say in it because I was king. Can you throw the election? Does, like cheat probably but then you lose does the fact that you you know rigged or you know put your your way into the election for your younger son does that piss off your older son and then he all of a sudden is trying to take over i mean is yeah. that how that works yeah he ended up going to scotland and that ended up biting me later because he he got oh. scotland to attack me so to, every action to, you take has a pretty realistic reaction yeah and i i I talked about last week with uh i don't know if you were i don't think you were here still Corey. um with the game because you talked about civilization and how like you kind you kind of understand why world leaders did certain things and i i really kind of understand that uh from a medieval perspective like you know not wanting certain sons to to have uh, you know a claim on the throne because they're they're nice. bastards or they're not worthy like they don't have any talent or skills so you they're king joffrey yeah you want to <laughs> whatever that means you want you want to get rid of them uh so you can have one of your more talented uh you know kids to take over f- for them you know is this all measured is there like like meters that says this is how much this heir this son likes you this is how much this son likes you yeah. is that all apparent to you throughout the game or is it just something that kind of happens behind the scenes and all of a sudden no there's there's numbers that? there's numbers for opinion um okay. on a scale of negative 100 to positive 100 there's there's scales of how much your it's a vassals, point scale. Corey. Yeah, your vassals like you, your kids like you, your wife likes you. You know, every, the pope this, likes you. All these measurements are relative to the king because you are the king at all times. Yeah, um, but obviously, you know, it, it's it's different based. It's different based on your stats and and moves you've made in the past. What what either you know your your courtiers or your vassals, their opinions of you, or even foreign leaders. 
um, okay. and based on on your your traits and stuff too. Yeah. So a, whoever is the king is who you're playing as, pretty right? Much. Yep, you're okay. you're the king until you pass on your until you die and pass on your your bloodline or, or kingdom or whatever to the next to to your heir. Then you play. Who you then become? You, right. Who you become? Then then yeah. that's the person that the game is focused around. It's fascinating. Mm-hmm. It is really. I don't think I could do it, but it sounds awesome. It's a doozy. It's an undertaking. But anyway, um, I played that. I played XCOM. Uh, because I kind of rage quitted uh, Crusader Kings too. I, I wanted. I didn't want to play anything new because I knew Remember Me was coming out. Uh, it was maybe Saturday. I got frustrated with Crusader Kings, so I, I decided to play XCOM. Um, and I started a game where the four of us were soldiers in the thing. Um, Who died first? You did. Oh! <laughs> Sec- second battle. What kind of guy was I? You were heavy. Okay. A heavy trooper. Heavy assault. Uh, Will was a sniper. I was assault. Corey was support. Will lasted longest. Though. No. Oh. Uh, Will died, died second. You died second. Maybe six battles We're in. The first two at we are. Um, me and Corey made it really far, like almost okay. towards the end of the game. Um, but then towards the end of the game, I got taken over by a psychic alien, and I started blasting all my all all of our squad. Took Corey out? Um, no, I didn't kill Corey. I killed our sniper. I killed our one, another one of our support guys, and I was just like, I'm not playing this anymore because it was Monday, yeah. and Remember Me was coming out in like two hours. I'm like, I'm just gonna fart around on the internet until it's time to play Remember Me. So I gave so, up on uh, that. I was still alive. You're still alive. I was that under. Sounds about right. I was under control of the aliens. Corey, Will and I's. Um, Background experience in first-person shooters says that we would survive longer than you. But I was playing you died early in mine too. Remember? Yeah, first two battles. I was playing Iron Man mode, so I couldn't go back and like reload oh, a game nice. because uh, it was it was set in stone after it great happened. Great game though. Like, it is a great game. It's a lot of fun. We but, should uh, Dan. We should uh, play some multiplayer of that this weekend. See what yeah. it's like. I've played it yet. That's fine. It's fine with me. Let's do it. Okay. Um, and then the only other thing I played real quick is I bought the EPS. EPSXE emulator for my for my Nexus 7, which is the PlayStation emulator. Um, I've been wanting to play it for a while. I put Chrono Cross on it just to give it a try. Uh, the emulator is amazing. It works really well. Um, I really like Chrono Cross, too. Uh, I remember playing it before and not really caring that much for it, and I'm not sure why. I really like it so far. I've probably played three hours of Chrono Cross. Um but that's a great thing to have on a tablet sure. um, is a emulator for PlayStation games. And I have the Super Nintendo one, too. So, oh, nice. like, when I have games like that to play for, you know, really good quality games, like, I just can't get into the mobile gaming thing. So, Chrono Cross is a fantastic game. Yeah. Definitely underrated. I really like it so far. I don't know why I didn't like it before, but it's really because good. Because I remember... I remember um... I was really excited for it because I loved Chrono Trigger and it was yeah. like the spiritual successor or whatever. And I kept waiting for there to be tra- time travel mm-hmm. and there never was. Um, I think there's like a dimensional travel or something like that. It's yeah. weird. But uh, once you get over that, the fact that it's not quite Chrono Trigger, you kind of realize how good of a game it is. Yeah, I really like it so far. I'm going to keep definitely keep playing that one. So it's got me gripped. That's cool. But, that reminds me. I'm. A, I'll talk about uh, game I've been playing. Okay. Uh, that's all I played. Who wants to go next? Will. Why don't Will and I go with State State of Decay? Cause State of Decay. Sounds like Corey's got a story about Hotline Miami. <laughs> um. Well, 
I didn't really know anything about this game. And then all of a sudden I saw that this zombie survival game was out and it was getting good reviews. So I bought it. And As did I. Okay. Did you, Were you prepared for this game? Yeah. You were? Yeah. Well, what do you think about it? Well, let me ask first. Okay. What does it mean to be prepared for State of Decay? Well, like I didn't know. I knew less about this than I did about Remember Me. Oh, okay. I knew a little bit about it going in. Um, I mean, it's rough around the edges. I'd say that's pretty generous of you. But I like it. I do not like it. <laughs> I played about an hour and a half of it, and I may never touch it again. Really? Uh, I could see why somebody would like it. And I realize it's only a $20 game. But you gotta have a little polish to it, right? It's it not very polished. Lacks a lot of polish. Yeah, I mean so, a lot of polish. What exactly is it? The character animations with fighting is really really weird. Bad. Yeah, like it doesn't look like smooth. I know it's just an arcade game, but it just doesn't. Yeah, I realize that too. But I've played like indie games that are ten dollars. There's so much more polish yeah. than this shit. And like the zombies climbing over fences look so bad. Yeah, it does look and bad. And they stumble over them, and sometimes they fall back over the fence the way they came. Not because they're supposed to. Because right. it's just bad. Uh-huh. Um, um, I'm going to echo Dan's question and also ask, what is it? <laughs> it's a zombie it's an, survival game. Yeah, and, it's an open-world zombie survival game where you can like set up a base somewhere and like the main story and you can have like survivors in there it's and got you, a lot of rpg elements yeah okay. you, you can, i know what you're talking about you now. can go hunt for supplies and stuff like that and you recruit people to join your base and yeah. and work with you uh swapping supplies between partners is awful Do you swapping have to go... anything between partners is never <laughs> the swapper i mean <laughs> so you have to go to like a supply chest right i think so to yeah. swap anything which sucks like you should why could you not just be able to swap stuff between your guys? Oh, yeah, so you I know, yeah, mm-hmm. so you know who you're giving it to. Right. And... Um, I just I was very frustrated with like I could only interact with the one character. I could control two characters, but I I wanted to be able to control a third because he was hurt, and I wanted to give him a new weapon, but I couldn't. And like I hated that. I, there wasn't a lot I liked about the game. Mm-hmm. The, the graphics aren't good. I realize it's twenty dollars. I'm not expecting that much, but I'm expecting at least something that is third is, third person. It's third person. Yeah. yeah. Um, I like the RPG elements. That's what like I like. Leveling a lot up and too. stuff. That so part's cool. cool. How does one level up in State of Decay? Killing. Like, you just kill stuff and like you you just kill fight. stuff like zombies. If yeah, it's all zombies. If you do like uh, power attack to kill them when they're on the ground, if they're down. You can do a power attack, basically, which, by the way, is a pain in the ass to do correctly because yeah. you'll hit the right button combination over and over, and it just won't do it. Um, if you finally get it to work, you po- you finally level up in I can't remember powerhouse. I think is what so, they call yeah, that that's stat. What it's called. Um, fighting in general, you'll level up just by killing things. Um, so you're not actually assigning points to anything. It's just no. what you use is yes. what you level up. Exactly. Like, uh, was that a uh, Morrowind that did that? Yeah. 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 And I was, I was really disappointed because I saw a couple people playing it on my thing, on my Xbox friends, and I asked one of them today what he thought, and he thought it was awesome. He said it was a $60 game for $20, and I wouldn't pay $20 for this game again. I don't even know if I'd pay 15 for it. I was going to ask you what, what you would pay for it. 10 tops. I so, just, Eric, glitches yeah. aside, uh-huh. um, I mean, is it, is it, are there things you don't like other than... 
the the obvious uh, glitches. It doesn't have anything for me. Like okay. it reminds me of a shitty Alan Wake, which I didn't like that much to begin with. Like you you run around like you did in Alan Wake, just like running in nature with shit graphics. You drive like you did in Alan Wake. I think it like it reminded me a lot of Alan Wake, just with more RPG stuff to it, and not what the I, same story. What I thought of about this game, I guess this is kind of wishful thinking, but I I thought of like a Don't Starve, but with improved graphics and more of a like photorealistic experience uh, is it is that a apt comparison or no i could see where you would get that i mean there are some it's, similarities to that but it's very way less intriguing than don't start yeah i'm sure you that i would say don't start with more intriguing don't start with just better don't start would, has no story and it's way more intriguing i would say download okay. the trial and at least try it and yeah, try it so there is a a story progression yeah there's something going on like i got out of the first t- first little town area that you're in well what happens is the game starts out and you uh and your friend i'm guessing and i yeah ed are just on a fishing trip and then you get attacked by zombies but they don't make the connection that zombies and you like kill them off and you're trying to figure out what happened and you get to some like ranger place um and they send you on a mission to go get supplies and that's how it all starts out yeah you find some other survivors at like a safe house and they tell you to go get supplies okay um I don't know. I guess I could see why somebody would like it. I maybe I was expecting too much, just based off what I had heard from other people and a couple of the reviews I read. Uh, I think it was Kotaku. Somebody wrote a really good review, like that they really. I think it was Kotaku that the guy really really liked it a lot, and I was like, oh, all right. Um, Seems like a cool idea. It is a good idea. It I just is. don't think you they executed I, you, it very well. Yeah, you know what I wanted out of it? Because I remember hearing about this a long time ago. Yeah. Same here. Um, it was a couple of my nibble bits, too. Yeah, yeah. I, I, What I wanted out of it was, like, Harvest Moon with zombies, you know? Where you had this area, and you were doing your best to improve this area and, and keep yourself alive and feed yourself while zombies were constantly attacking. I don't think it's like that at all. Not I, like that at all. I didn't... I, granted, I only played through the first part of it. Um, I never felt like I needed to go back to my safe house to build it up or anything like that. But like I said, that's only the first part. Maybe I should play through the second part of it because I did get to a new safe house where there's more people. Maybe I should just see if it gets a little bit more like that to build where I feel like I want to build up my things instead of just going out and doing the next mission. You know what I mean? Right. But... I think if you were able to, like you said, add skill points where you wanted instead of just it leveling you up, it would be a little bit cooler too. Yeah, yeah, you could um, control your abilities that you wanted. To... I mean, you can kind of do that just based on what you use, but right. you have to use the stuff that you use. You don't really have a choice, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, they are adding a co-op and eventually multiplayer too. Even so. Um, so, I mean, if you want that, I don't know. Wait, so, Will, you mentioned sand, like, it's a sandbox. Yeah. What part of it is sandboxy? It's just an open world that you can literally travel okay. all over. To, like, like an open world, like Dead Island is an open world? Yeah, it's like that. It's, um, you can go, because it starts off in a forest. I don't know what happens if it, like, where, if the environment's changes go along. I really have no idea. I'm not that far yet. But, Did um. Did you beat the first part and get to the I second I got to the church. House? The okay. church. That's yeah. where I am. Okay, we stopped at the same place in that one too. <laughs> Me and Eric are on the same page. Yeah, with this. but um, uh, like for example, 
you like on your way to traveling to the church, the second safe house, you can stop like and go wherever you want and like search cabins that are out in the forest or like uh, there's like campsites set up and stuff like that. You can just like travel wherever you want and like scavenge stuff. Get supplies and yeah. shit. Like along along your path to the next safe house, there's a lot of stuff you can stop at and, lo- and yeah. search and there's zombies there, but like I I was Enjoying the game so little that I just wanted to get to the next part just so I could say that I played it for an hour and a half. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So you... I mean, when I had games like R- Remember Me, which even so I didn't love. Right. Or the Swapper, I was like, why the yeah. fuck am I even playing this game? Right. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? There's just so many better options. For $20, for fuck's sakes. Yeah. I mean, you go on Steam and you can get yourself three indie games that are so much better. Yeah. Fuck Yeah. Yeah, like I said, I'd try, I'd try out the trial, Corey. Just yeah. see what you think. If you're thinking about getting this game, try the trial first because I just I wouldn't. And that's recommend on it. Xbox Live. Yeah, yes. and coming to PC. I don't know, whenever. Not recommended by me, but recommended by Will. Right? I'll give it a try. Did I sway you a little? No. <laughs> I, I, what I played so far, it, I mean, as I, we were talking about before, it was very rough around the edges. I don't know. I'm gonna wait until I'm a little further in and see if it's a little better. I don't like the area I'm in right now. It's very brown. And yeah, just... it just doesn't. It doesn't look good. It doesn't. It's supposed to be a forest. It's just straight brown. It doesn't and... play well. Yeah. It's just the controls are shit. It's just not. This doesn't sound like a game for me. No, it, no, it probably I, isn't. I couldn't recommend it to you, Corey. I really, I wouldn't feel good about you spending twenty bucks on it. No, that's unfortunate. I really Was this wouldn't. A Kickstarter game. I don't know. I'm interested to hear what Bane Hammond thinks. Did he? Is he still? No, think... he's not. He's not in the Because I know he, I think he said he kind of liked it. He did say he liked it. I don't know. There's just so much more you could play for for $20 that I, I just can't see it. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go a little further with it and see how, until I'm at the point where I'm like, I don't know no. if I can. I really don't know if I can. I'll take the bullet on this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'd play Alan Wake if you want to play a game like that. Uh-huh. So here, here's the development gist. Uh, State of Decay, this is according to Wikipedia, State of Decay, and this is what got me excited about it. State of Decay was first announced in 2011 as an Xbox Live arcade exclusive title, originally titled Class 3, that doesn't matter. Jeff Strain, the founder of ArenaNet and co-creator of World of Warcraft, wanted a game where individual players could make up their own zombie survival plans and put them to the test. ArenaNet is the uh, Guild Wars 2. Yeah. But Continue. Th- that part wanted a game where individual players could make up their own zombie survival plans and put them to the test. Is that what happens in the game? Not at all so far. Uh, okay. Not yet, because there's a story that, like, you're... I don't know. Cause... You may have to get a little further into it for that shit, because there is a, there's a, the story progression at the beginning where you're just kind of maybe getting used to the game, I guess. Um, like, right now, I have to go get medicine to go stay at the church. Is the mission I'm, like, starting... There is a sneak factor. Yeah, there is. Yeah. I, I don't know. Like I said, you can sneak up behind would... zombies and kill them in one hit if your button combination decides to work, which one out of three or four times it did uh, for me. See, that's frustrating. Yeah, I mean, I literally... And if you... You're supposed to hit left bumper and Y together to kill them in one hit when you sneak up. If it doesn't work and you hit Y, it calls out to your teammates saying, "There's over here, and then the zombie just attacks you. Yeah, that's frustrating. Man. You know what I mean? I just... It's it's one thing too, even if you like make the attempt and miss, but yeah. for it to not even work at all, it just all, doesn't that's, register that, that's as, ridiculous. as you 
I know I'm hitting the right fucking button. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like it's it's not your first video game. It's not my first played. rodeo, no. <laughs> so I don't uh, I don't know. I thought it was a mess. <laughs> maybe it gets sounds better. Like, sounds like one I'll stay away from at yeah. least for a while. Maybe yeah. I'll improve it. Yeah. Okay. That's what I'm hoping for. If I get a wild hair up my ass, maybe I'll play it for another hour. See where it takes you. Have to Pick be a pretty out. wild hair up there. That's the problem. Like our time now that we're old is balls. Well, you, you're you're exempt from this, but it's just like so precious. The time is so precious that it you is. need to be struck with this glorious random act or like <sighs> stroke of motivation. To I play can't something. can't stress how right he is because yeah. God, I mean, Dan, you've got a kid. You can yep. obviously. I mean. I just have my girlfriend, and I try not to play video games when she's there, which yeah. I'm successful at. I just don't. Yeah. But, like, tomorrow, for instance, she's working at 7 in the morning till 3.30. I work at 4 p.m., so I've literally got the whole morning to myself. <laughs> and I think to myself, do I want to play State of Decay? Not a <laughs> no. fucking chance do I want to play State of Decay. Yeah. You know what I mean? I got, uh-huh. you. I got you. There's I'm just... Okay. The time is so precious to me where I can play my video games... <laughs> I just don't want to waste it. The thing is, like, my decision process for choosing which game I want to play is so arbitrary and random. Like, I couldn't sit here and try and explain how that happens. (laughs) No, you are the most random person when getting a video game. It's weird. Yeah, you are. I always want to play a certain type of game, but I never end up playing. Like, No, I hear you there. The certain type of game I always want to play is Skyrim, but I never end up playing Skyrim. (laughs) That's funny. Yeah, like, I'll I'll yeah. think to myself, like, right now, I'm like, fuck, man, I'm just going to play shit out of Remember Me tomorrow. And I'll wake up, and I'll say, well, I've been really into Halo 4 lately. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm really good at SWAT. I'm like, I gotta just maybe do I that. get a game or two of SWAT in. And then four hours later, uh-huh. I'm like, well, I didn't play Remember Me. Yeah. you know. Speaking of Halo 4, if I may, just briefly. You may. I want to talk uh, about Halo 4 a little bit. Is it one of what, what you played? Yeah. Oh, cool. Okay. Well, can we transition, or are you guys... I'm done with it. Well, okay, we've already given that too much time. Will's got some more games he wants to talk yeah, about. Yeah, go ahead. We can do Eric first. Okay. Well, whatever. Yeah, go ahead. I um, guess. Eric. <laughs> yes. Corey. Not to hijack your Halo time. No, not at all. No. Um. So when we played on the Xbox announcement, we got throttled. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we did. Like, throttled is a gentle... Um, well, at our verb for what happened to us. Do you think that was a one-off? Like we were just playing some fucking experts? Or uh, do you think... Absolutely, Corey. Because I looked at that okay. guy's stats for the other team. The guy that went forty-six and three, three or whatever the fuck it was. He has twenty-one thousand more kills than deaths. I've never seen a kill death that good. Wow. I didn't read it wrong either. I looked it up. Okay. Yeah, wasn't he 000. like a level 120? That doesn't matter. I've I played against a level 120 today that had 10,000 less kills and deaths. It doesn't oh, matter. Okay. It just means they've played a lot. But that guy was fucking nasty. Yeah, that's what that was. Okay. I'm not that bad at Halo. Like I'm. Well, the, is that was that where your question was? Yeah, yeah. That's okay. what the case was. Okay, how does somebody get that good though? Like you can play it. That's that directional to a point. That's insane. Chase, our listener, is really good at Halo. I feel like if he put the amount of time that that kid did into Halo, he'd be that good. Yeah. I just don't get how you could be that good. It's almost like an extra, like, you're born with the, the yeah. skill well, to be good at Halo. It's like how some people say African-American athletes have an extra muscle in their Achilles or whatever the fuck it is. 
these people are born with the extra reflex and yeah. eye for the game. You know, what yeah. I mean? they just know where to look, know how to aim. You know, what Th- I mean? there's it's a little just... bit of the raw talent. I mean, there, is. there there is putting time in to get better, but it's there. You, you have, have to have, have something. Have a little, that skill which I don't have. I don't know what it is, but I can tell you the closest that I come to that is on SWAT uh-huh. in Halo Four, which is what I wanted to talk about. I. It's probably my favorite first-person shooter online experience I have. Uh-huh. Halo 4 SWAT is so fucking awesome, and yeah. I'm really good at it. And that's probably why I like it so much. Okay. But I had one of the coolest experiences. I like spit everywhere. One of the coolest experiences the other day, I was playing Halo 4 SWAT, and my team was down. The other team, you, you played a 600 points. Um, my team was down... The other team needed six kills to... Or no, the other team needed two kills to win. My team needed six kills to win. And there's a map called Shutout. And there's basically like a hallway. And a lot of times, it just happens that the two teams converge there. One team's on one end, the other team's on the other end. So we're we're all camped out at the end of this fucking hallway. And I'm just zoomed in with the old battle rifle. Uh-huh. I picked off six guys in a row. What? Without anybody dying on my team. These guys just kept coming into the hallway. I'm like, bam, bam, bam. Six in a row to win it for my wow. team. I was fucking... I felt <laughs> such an adrenaline rush. I literally jumped out of my chair and started pounding my chest. I was like, nice. fuck yes. That was awesome. <laughs> like, I, It was just such an awesome experience. And today it happened again. Not to that extent, but it happened again today. My team was down... The other team needed one kill. We were down four. We needed four. They needed one. The other guys on my team got three and tied it. I picked one guy off to win it. Last kill. And I was like, oh, God, that feels so good. You nice. know what I mean? Yeah. It's, oh. But SWAT, I'm really kicking ass at SWAT, and I, I can't get enough of uh-huh. it. I fucking love it. It's good. And Halo Force is so good. Yeah, it is really good. The multiplayer is incredible, and all the maps are awesome. I love them so much. They did a nice job with Halo 4. And the thing about SWAT, because I'm not that good at Halo. I'm really not. Like, if I play Infinity Slayer, I'm lucky if I go even kill right. death. The thing about SWAT is, I see you first, and it's only headshots. Yeah. If I see you first, I'm probably going to kill you. You know what I mean? For yeah. the most part. Yeah. Um, like I, I went 29 and 6 the other day. I got 30 kills in a match today. I play really well. But nice. I, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I can't... Like, it's Slayer. I can't just keep shooting them. Because okay. I don't, I don't move in that way on Halo where a lot of the guys do. I don't jump around and shit. I just yeah. try to kill where you. Where you're hard to hit. Yeah, I, I just, I can't. I don't yeah. have that kind of thinking. I just yeah. don't. I, do I was going to ask what you think the difference is between your success in SWAT, which is headshots. It's one hit, one kill. That's it. You know, um, I'm better at that. Where other people are better at the consistent the moving, the consistent shooting in the head. Is that from yeah. playing Battlefield and Call of Duty for Maybe. so much. I don't know. Probably. Maybe, but. No, I don't think it is. I think it's from playing Halo because headshots matter a lot more. I yeah. Think. Um, well, maybe the sniping in Call of Duty, Call of Duty Four, I sniped a shit ton, and I yeah. got really good at headshots. It could be something with that, but I'm just better at. I see you first. I know where to look. Yeah. I, I learn the maps, and you kind of get the feel for where the other team's going to be spawning, and you're already zoomed in, ready to shoot. You know what I mean? And you get the feel for how tall the player is on yeah. the map, and you just get a feel for it. And man, I'm telling you, you get in the fucking groove on the, on SWAT, and you're just bing, bang, picking people off with a headshot, and it couldn't feel any better. Yeah. And when you hit them when you're not zoomed in from a pretty good distance, no scope, oh, man, no scope. They call it the snapshot. Oh, okay. 
Oh man. yeah, hell yeah! Feels so good, Snapshot's man. Snapshot's a good feeling. Yeah. I, I texted Will. We should fucking play, man. Just let me know. I'll play whenever. It's so good. It's because you know when you snapshot someone, they're like, oh. "What the fuck?" Yeah, well, because when I get killed, I'm like, "Son of a bitch! What a shot yeah. that was! He has no business shooting me from there." <laughs> he's hacking. He's yeah, he's hacksawing, and then I do it. Um, fuck you, man! You know what I mean? <laughs> and, like you get a rival going sometimes, which yeah. I had one today, and I whooped his ass so bad, and I, I couldn't get enough of it. He was the best player on the other team, and I just kept finding him and just popping him, and it was uh-huh. so great. Nice, Halo Four. Amazing multiplayer. Yeah, I dig but, it. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to share that experience because I was so pumped. All right, what else you got, Eric? I believe Metro? that's all. I... Oh yeah, I played more Metro. Um, I got that Metro. out of the red box last light. I got that out of the red box. Uh, I haven't played it since I talked to you, Dan, about where I was mm-hmm. approaching the church. Uh huh. Um, I got my ass kicked on my way into the church by that big. Whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. Big praying mantis thing. Oh, that's right. That's right. That was there, and the dark ones are attacking me at the same time, and yeah. I just got murdered. So yeah. I shut it off, and oh, I haven't yeah. played again since then. But that's where I am in the game. Um, the longer I've played it, the more I like it. Yeah. I really like it a lot. It's yeah. an awesome game. Yeah. Um, I don't know. If you're thinking about getting it, you definitely should. Uh, Speaking of speaking. games, you should turn the lights down and yeah. set up the surround sound on. Definitely. It'll scare the shit out of you. Yep. I, I really feel like the sound design in that game is underrated. People don't talk about it enough. I don't know if it'll it's scare incredible. the shit out of you, but you'll be intense on the edge of your seat, like yeah. like an action thriller. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I may turn it back into the red box before I beat it, just because it's charging me two dollars a day. Right, that is quite a bit. Um, I I'd, I'd really like to keep playing it, but son of a bitch, I just there's so much. Tomorrow. Yeah, I got choices to make tomorrow. I use this time wisely. But look at it. Look at it this way: you have remember me. I do. You have the swapper. Yeah. You own those games. I you do. never have to pay that money again. True. I'm so intimidated by where I am right now, though. It's it's a tough game. Actually, you've gotten past the hardest part, which is after you ring that bell. Oh, that was a bitch. That was the hardest part in that game. I took the tactic that I used was, I backed myself into a corner so I could see where they were all coming from, and. It didn't work the first time, but it worked the second time. And I didn't realize how powerful my one gun was. The shotgun? No. Maybe it was a shotgun. I don't know. I think it's a shotgun with a silencer on it. I'm not really sure. Yeah, you can put a silencer on it. One shot? Because I have a shotgun that's two shots. That's fucked. Oh, okay. I know what you're talking about. Do you know what gun I'm talking about? It's a one bullet. It's it's almost like a pellet gun. Yeah. It shoots like Uh, high speed... Yeah. Uh, be like ball bearings. So I don't use the ball bearings. Okay. But I don't know what kind of gun it is, but I started, I was using the shotgun, mm-hmm. but the reload time towards the end of the, the battle was yeah. fucking me. Yeah. Cause you have to reload six bullets. Right. No, two bullets. Oh, see but, my, I had the six, the six shooter. Okay. I've only got the two shotgun. I've got the two, but it's yeah. super powerful, but they're coming, coming yeah, at you fast. repeatedly and I just couldn't keep up with it. But because some of them would take a couple bullets from my shotgun. Well, yeah. with the other gun, it was taking just one hit, and I was okay. killing them. It, it still takes every bullet I have to reload, yeah. but it just was working better for me. Right. So I, I switched to that, and I ended up beating that part. Um, yeah, That's the hardest part, in I my should opinion. play Metro before work tomorrow. That's what I would yeah. do, because then you can return it if you beat it. Yeah. You don't have that much left. How many hours would you say? Two. 
Yeah, two or three. Honestly, okay. uh, you're gonna you're going gonna go into a hard part after the church, but after that, I think it's relatively smooth sailing. Okay. So, All right, maybe that's what I'll do. You don't have that much left. You could you could hammer it out with a with a good push tomorrow. Yeah. Good game though. Yeah. Really good game. Yeah, I like it too. Okay. Anything else? That's it. All right, Will. Um, the first thing that I played in B um was the Deus Ex Missing Link DLC. Um. That doesn't really need to be counted for the competition, though, because it's just DLC, DLC. to the, yeah. the uh, main game. But for whatever reason, Steam has it separately, like listed separately under games. But, um, uh, yeah, solid DLC. I've pretty much finished Deus Ex now on the computer. Uh-huh. So I have those two things done for my backlog. Nice. Um, the next thing I played was, because I saw you were playing it, was XCOM Enemy Unknown. And I was like, I haven't played XCOM in forever. So I decided to play it. And um, I forgot I had also named all of us as squad mates in the the thing eric's the german shotgunner yeah uh Corey's the sniper and me and dan the assault rifle users so i was the heavy yeah again what the fuck man no if eric had had the shotgun he was the assault he's the assault and we're the we use assault rifles and he used so we're support Mm, technically i guess would be the okay that's the class because i thought assault was under no i guess you're right it is support because i use med kits and you don't Okay. But what does heavy use? Heavy uses the, the, like the rocket launcher and the real gun. heavy stuff. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, and the the chain gun or whatever. That guy's Paco Santoval on my team because <laughs> he's from Mexico. Uh-huh. Our long lost podcast partner. Yep, <laughs> Paco Santoval. <laughs> yeah, I named him too. Did you? Yeah. Did you name him after the baseball player? I got the last name, and then I was just like, "What's a Mexican name?" Paco came to my head first, so I was like. Such right. a great game. But, uh, yeah, we're all still alive. Yay! Which is, nice. me, and Eric are, impressive. me and Eric are making it. I like it. I'm going to make sure we don't die. Thank you. I maybe, appreciate that. We'll kill them off at some point. <laughs> but Corey's a sniper, so. So he's your top gun. Yeah. Fucker. So. That's what I was in my game. And I don't even know why I made you as a sniper. I was just like, oh, Corey looks like a sniper. Should yeah, I, I, uh, I could see it. Should I retell my story of us your story was really good i don't know i will i would admit that yours was pretty awesome yeah go ahead Yeah, retell it okay so i made us us four um i believe i can't remember either eric or will died in like the first match it was me will died very early on um eric at least got assigned a class i don't remember what it was this Probably is a heavy. long time ago. Um, but, but Eric <laughs> died fairly early on. But Dan and I persevered pretty much to the end of the game. Um, Dan died a couple matches before the end of the game. And it was me. Um, and, you know, I tested for psionic abilities. And I had psionic abilities. I was the sniper. I was the key player um, in a lot of the matches, which was cool. Because, like, you know, the, the only characters I named were us. So it was fun to have like me be such a key player and be the only psionic on my team. Um, but as I as I continued, uh, I, I tested everybody for psionics and added more players. And it turned out I only had two psionic players, myself and this other dude. I don't even remember the dude's name at the time. Um, but we got to the last match. And uh, you get to choose who you want to be the main psionic guy for story purposes, which I won't spoil. But I didn't choose myself. Um, and in the last battle, I ended up dying. Me, you know, 
It was very emotional. So we all ended up on the Wall of Fame. We were all on the Wall of Fame, and this no-name was the guy who advanced and did, did the it. thing to end the game. Um, but it, it was really good. It was it was really emotional because, you know, I had taken at yeah. least me and Dan very far. That's one of the things that's great about that game. It really is because, like you guys said, when it first – you guys played it when it first came out. I didn't, but – like you said, when it first came out, is you get this emotional attachment to your characters. It sucks e- when they die. Even if yeah. you don't na- like name them after people you know, you still do to get attached yeah, to them. Absolutely, because you've taken them through so many battles, and then they they die in a horrible way because you make a mistake, and you're like, oh, the the wall of remembrance thing is Shit. so cool too. Yeah, like, it the, is. When I went and looked at that the first time, and the bagpipes started playing, I was like, oh, this is fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna play through it again. I, I'm not gonna game. continue the game that I'm in because my guy. I'm pretty sure is just gonna end up killing off everybody. So, mm-hmm. how does the multiplayer work? Can we do like a three way thing? Or I don't think so. I think it's just like humans versus aliens, one on one. Yeah, and you can you like you have a certain amount of points, and you put out the characters you want based on the points that you have. So, All right. Yeah. Okay. Anything else about um, that? Will? Yeah, uh, what? I was gonna say something about it. I don't know. It's just really awesome. I'm gonna try and. Uh, how long is it? Like 20 hours? Would you say? 25. I think it can wildly vary, but mm-hmm. I would say probably yeah, 18 hours maybe. I'm at 10. It depends on know, how. I don't quickly... know how far I am. I it, don't know what the main story really even is. There's like four tent pole events that they call them. I think uh, things that you have to do to advance in the game. Okay. And it's just how quickly you do those things because i'm just putting up satellites right now yeah because i lost that can happen anytime india somebody else from the council but oh shit yeah how'd you how many did you lose Corey? um i don't know uh i know you definitely lost one i think i lost like japan or something like that. i know you didn't lose very many and i was shocked because like i think i lost one that's really good yeah I don't know. Like I honestly, I had no idea what I was doing. I, I think some of it is luck, but uh, I had heard that like saddle. I think it was Eric who talked about it on this podcast that satellites were a big help. Yeah. Um, so of course I rushed to get up a satellite, and then it's just a matter of going to not the nation that will give you the most. See, it's been a long time since I played, but not going to the nation that will give you the most money, but the one with the highest threat level every yeah. time. That's what to I did. To keep the threat level low. That's what that's, I was doing, too. That's what I'm doing, too. Yeah. That's what I'm doing and hoping none of you die. Thanks, Will. Trying my best. Keep us, keep us going, brah. Yeah, that was devastating to have friends and relatives yeah. die die on the battlefield. Yeah, but imagine, like, imagine oh, now, like, God. when you play through and you have these characters, you can teleport them into your Civ Five game, and it's that's like... Awesome. That is cool. Just, just the same attachment. Like, I can't let this unit die. Yeah. That is pretty awesome. But that's yeah. Great. And that's that's the kind of thing, like, I look for in the next gen of gaming is this, like, we, these weird kind of crossover-y things that keeps you interested in, in, in a couple different games because they're tied together in kind of weird and creative and fun ways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. XCOM's awesome, though. I want to try and have it beat. Um, and the last thing I played was Counter-Strike Global Offensive. Um, me and one of my friends just decided after school one day to start playing it, and Counter-Strike is awesome. 
hard, very hard if you're not used to that type of, not shooter, but I don't it's know. It's its own shooter, it's its own, Yeah, it's its own type of shooter. It's very different. Um, there's very few guns that you can zoom in on. Sniper rifles is one of them, and the AUG is the only other gun that you can, like, like aim down your sights can, and shoot. Um, mm-hmm. It's all hip-firing, so it's kind of hard at first. So was, I recommend starting with shotguns, which is what I did. Um the See, people yeah. who play it are insane. Yeah, I struggle because I'm more of a... When I play games like that, I try to stay back a little bit. Mm-hmm. So it did not work for me at all in that game because those guys are so good at it. It's like like I was talking about with Halo. They're yeah. just used to where you need to aim. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's a bitch. I, I was actually... But when you get a kill, it's such... such oh, yeah. It's, Absolutely. Yeah, it's great. Um, I was actually playing a game by myself, and there's a kid from Sweden, Germany... Italy and England all yelling at each other in their respective languages. <laughs> and I was just there. I was like, oh, my God. The I had to per- mute them. The person from England is almost as hard to understand as someone from Sweden or Germany, too. Yeah, but I was just like, what is going on? He yeah. said, I don't know. Do you I call them even... wankers? <laughs> no, he didn't. But I was Wanker like, and cunt. Those are their favorite insults. Yeah. <laughs> but I was just like, what are you guys doing? And then I just muted all of them. They're just screaming at each other. It's crazy, but I had so much fun playing it. Um, it's probably gonna be a game that I'm gonna be playing a lot more of. So if you want to join in, I'll Eric. play. Yeah, uh, you should be friends with Justin. He plays that game constantly. Yeah, he does he? He's always oh, yeah. on Steam he, playing. Is he good? Yeah, he's decent. I get. He used to do tournaments and shit. Oh yeah, now now that you mention that, I remember yeah, that. Our he was on here talking gaming. about it. That was so, the one episode I wasn't on. Uh, That's why. Okay. But yeah. Counter Strike Go is a good game so far. I'm enjoying it. Um, CS Go. Plan on playing more of it, but other than that, that's all I played. All right, Corey, what do you got for us? I got a few uh, Final Fantasy four slash two in the U.S. Uh, I've been playing through again. The remake? No. Okay. The original. <laughs> How um, the fuck do you keep playing these games? <laughs> well, Eric, here's the thing. I was at the last boss years ago, like ten years ago. Okay. And our cousin Chris, who was on this podcast in the past, showed up at our house, um, and he was looking through all our Super Nintendo. That was a Super Nintendo game, right? Yeah, yeah. He was looking through all our Super Nintendo games while I was playing Final Fantasy IV, getting ready to go to the last boss, and he dropped one of the video game cartridges on the Nintendo while I was playing it. I remember you talking about this. Deleted my save. I lost forty plus hours of gameplay. Oh, God, Gone. It's nauseating. And all he could say was, whoops, sorry. <laughs> and I was just like... That doesn't sound like him. I was just like, if only you knew what you just did to me, your, he, your he, apology would be a little bit more substantial. He, he than shattered your heart sorry. when he dropped that cartridge. You still hold a grudge. Well, the problem is is it's, I've like made it my goal to play and beat all the Final Fantasy games. Um and that one has been haunting me because, like, I feel like I can say, oh, yeah, I played it and beat it. But really, I didn't because I didn't beat the last boss for that reason. You can't say it and own it. Exactly. I can't be honest and tell you that I beat Final Fantasy IV. Uh, and I, I get guilty, really. I feel guilty. I feel the the emotion of guilt very easily. Um, so I'm, I'm trying to play through it and, and beat it again. But it is it is really good, and it still holds up really well. It's still like your old school JRPG. It's not quite what Final Fantasy VI is, but it still holds up well. Um, the story is very unique, even for a JRPG of retro uh, 
the retro variety, I guess, would be the way to put it. But um, I, it's really good. I'm not going to talk about it because those of the, that have played it know exactly what I'm talking about. Those that have no interest are not going to get an interest by me talking about it. So I won't get into it too much. Uh, the other two games I played was King Turn RPG, which I believe, Dan, you downloaded? I did. Did you play it? I did. Uh, once for like an hour, I think. And? I liked it. Yes. I didn't buy it, but I did like it. So it's a two-dimensional tactical RPG. Um, I've talked about it a few episodes ago, so I won't, I won't get into that too much either. But um, I've been playing a ton of that. That's my Subway game. I'm pretty close to beating it, um, only because my guys are like level 14, 15, and after that they don't get any new abilities. So I'm assuming I'm kind of near the end of the game. It's, it's, it's not... It's not a great game, but it's it's good for uh, like a passive tactical RPG. Um, I mentioned that Final Fantasy Tactics just got a graphical overhaul and some other some other interesting updates, but uh, it's it's not that caliber. It's the mobile version of that kind of game. If you're into that, it's it's easy. It's it's you don't have to pay attention as much, but you still get that feeling of these are my troops. I can put whatever equipment I want on them to enhance their skills, and I'm going to go out and do my best to win each battle one turn at a time. Um, it's it's how much is it, Dan? Five dollars? Uh, I think it's yeah, I think it's four ninety nine. That sounds right. Um, it's it's kind of high priced, I guess, for these kind of games. But I feel like I'm getting my money's worth. It's it's a longer game, and and there is a lot to chew on, and. The more you play, the more depth you'll get out of it. So I, I still do recommend it if you're looking for a good uh, mobile $5 role-playing game. Uh-huh. Um, so there's that. But the last one I played was Hotline Miami, which came out last year. I had heard great things about it, particularly the soundtrack. Um, it's been on my list of 20... I have a list of 2012 games I need to play. That was one of them. Uh, it was on, I think it was a Steam sale? No, it was part of the Humble Indie Bundle 8. Okay, Humble Indie Bundle 8. Which What else was with that? Uh, Thomas Was Alone. Um, capsized. Dear Esther. Was that Dear, Awesome Knots? Dear Esther, Dear Awesome Knots. Oh, is that the one that just came out? Yeah. Oh, okay. okay it's so it's, the most, out, it's yeah. the most recent Humble Bundle. I don't yep. know if it's still running. Do you, yes, do you guys know? They added it is. games, too. Maybe I'll buy it. They did add games. They added four more games to it. Oh right, they did. Yeah, I just got that email. Um, but yeah, uh, it was it, it's really awesome. I mentioned Why? that was the Monday that I was drinking scotch and I played through the Swapper, um, and then I needed something else to play because I had a little bit of time before I needed to go to bed. So I had Hotline Miami, and I was like, that was simple enough to play when I've been drinking. So I'll boot it up. Um, it is definitely a retro kind of uh, NES type of game that's the feel they were going for but it's it's so like the colors are so high contrast there's a lot of like hot pink and and you know, those kind of colors for um the it's it's like i'm trying to think of the best way to explain it have any of you guys seen the movie drive no no okay well it's on netflix i highly recommend it it has that kind of feel to it it's like the, the soundtrack is the best part, which is everything I've heard about the game is like it's worth the money just for the soundtrack because it's this cool the, – the the genre of music is called shoegaze. It's like this ice-cold kind of hip, like 
almost like dance music. But it's in like an 8 or 16-bit kind of feel. So it's like a little bit chiptune, but a little bit awesome modern dance music. Um, and all it is, it the game is very simple. It's just you are a dude. You're like a hitman almost. It's like Hotline Miami, and you get a, you get a mission um, in your apartment, and then you go out and complete this mission. And all it is is there are a variety of weapons. Uh, there's like a lead pipe. There's a shotgun. There's a SMG, a uh, baseball bat, a knife. And what you do is you go into these two-dimensional, it's like a top-down view, two-dimensional levels, and you go out and try and wipe out all these guys and achieve your mission. But the gra- like I said, the graphics are very NES style. Um, but the, the gameplay, even though it, it kind of relies on this retro feel, is it, it also feels very modern at the same time, obviously because it's a game that came out in 2012. Um, but yeah, like I highly recommend it. It's kind of hard to explain, but it's just like... It's the perfect, I'm drunk, it's summer, I need something simple to play kind of game. <laughs> Sounds fantastic. Yeah. I don't really know how else to describe it. It's, it's one of those you kind of have to play to experience. Uh, you're either going to love it or you're going to be like, what the hell is this? Why am I wasting my time? Uh, but, but if you're the type of person that, that it appeals to, then I think you'll love it. Otherwise, you'll hate it. Okay. Corey, do you but, think I'd like it? Uh, I think you'd like it after having a few drinks. A couple drinky poos? Is the learning curve too steep? There's no learning curve. It, oh, the so game, I can play it. The ga- <laughs> Corey, you're muted. What? You were just muted a second ago. I didn't press the mute. I know, but it was weird. Your mouth was moving, but we couldn't hear you. Weird. But no, anyway, it's it's, it's the type of game that, um, I forget, what did I just say? I don't know. All right, cool. Continue. Yeah, is the type of game to play when during the summer when you've had a couple. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like it's it's so simple. There's nothing extremely interesting or worthwhile to talk about the game, but it's just like it's just a fun time sink. And like I said, like the the soundtrack is is it it lives up to what people say about it. Okay. So, I mean, as a game, it's it's very simple, but it's still fun. But uh, just just to listen to the soundtrack. And, and as, like, as part, part of the Humble Indie Bundle, you can't beat it, right? Part of that is being drunk to really enjoy it. But uh, um, I think I'd like it without being drunk. Try it. Give it a try, Brad. <laughs> yeah, it's one, that's one I really want to play. It's a, it's on my on my backlog, so I'll get around to it sometime. Yeah go to a different kind of bodega it's like the first one you go to like a video store and it's this dude with long hair and he's a hippie and he's like hey man go and pick out this video it's on the house so you go and pick up this video and just leave and that's like your mission um but but every in between every mission you go to a different type of like bodega but it's the same hippie dude with long hair and he's like hey man welcome to my snack shop go ahead pick this up it's on the house all you do is go and pick it up and you get back in your car and leave um, but but it really relies on that kind of <laughs> retro feel and also the music and those are what make it a really great game. And the gameplay itself isn't bad. It's there's a little bit of sneaking around. I, it kind of, honestly, it kind of reminded me of Monaco. It's a little bit of sneaking around if you have melee weapons, and then if you have the big weapons, yeah, you can you can shoot dudes. But uh, 
everybody in the house that you're raiding or whatever is going to come at you and try and shoot you too. So you got to be quicker than them. And it's the kind of thing where it's like one shot and you're dead. So you die really easily, but it's also really quick to start over and, and you can just do it all over again. Okay. But I definitely do recommend it. Sounds interesting. Yeah, and God does. knows if I need anything, it's another game to play. <laughs> it's one I really want to play. I'll get around to it. I will. It's definitely for a certain kind of person. And like I said, it's either you're either that kind of person or you'll be like, what the fuck did I just waste my money on? Yeah. Fair enough. Okay. Anything else? Uh, no. Okay. Uh, before we get into our, our ending stuff, uh, we're going to be doing a giveaway for To The Moon. I actually meant to do this last week, and I forgot. So tomorrow at some point during the day, probably about midday, maybe noon or 1, I'll do a tweet like I did for our giveaway for Don't Starve. Um, and all you have to do is be following us or follow us and retweet the tweet that I say to be entered into a drawing for To The Moon. Uh, we talked about to the moon last week of course so that would have been the perfect time to do the giveaway but um but that's going to be our giveaway for this month june right june june for our june giveaway yeah to the moon (laughs) we're doing one a month right we're going to try and do one a month yeah um i I think so too i think (laughs) a lot of them will be indie games that we've played that we really like that we're going to get be given away so Uh, yeah, so yeah, for our, our June giveaway, it'll be it'll be to the moon. Like I said, at some point tomorrow, I'll do a tweet. All I have to do is follow and retweet, or if you're already following us, all you have to do is retweet. And then we'll do the drawing uh, during next week's episode, which should be Friday um, on E3. So oh. or it'll be our E3 recap. So we'll, we'll, that'll probably end up being a long episode. Why you say that, Dan? Uh, I, think la- that feeling? I think last year our E3 <laughs> episode was like Close to al- four almost hours. four hours. So without Eric, oh, that's right. Eric wasn't there. So it did was, I miss it? It was three of us, and we did almost four hours wow. on a recap, E three recap. I'm not fucking missing it. So, um, so yeah, uh, to the moon. Pay attention for that tomorrow, being Friday, I guess. Uh, our Facebook page is facebook.com slash thumbstick athletes. Our Twitter feed is twitter.com slash tsathletes or at capital T, capital S athletes. Our website is www.thumbstickathletes.com. Our voicemail is 607-527-0547. If you want to leave us a voicemail or you can email us directly at thumbstickathletes at gmail.com. <laughs> if you want to help out the podcast, we have a donations tab. So you can donate directly to the podcast. The donations will actually go directly towards us spending money on something we need for the studio or something for the podcast specifically. Or um, giveaways. Or giveaways, yeah, that sort of stuff. Uh, the bandwidth and stuff, that, that'll all come from the Amazon thing. Uh, if you want to help us out too, like I said, if you're going to be ordering anything from Amazon, just click on our banner on our website, uh, clear your cookies first, and then place your order. We get a little kickback from Amazon. That sort of stuff is going to be what goes, goes towards bandwidth and stuff. But uh, donations go directly towards helping the podcast in one way or the other. So, And also, uh, a lot of the games we do review cards and written reviews for is there is a link within those pages to buy whatever game that we're talking about yep. within that page to give us a little kickback. Yes, that also, definitely. Shit, we should have some review cards coming up here, shouldn't we? Yeah, I actually sent Corey one yesterday, I think, or was it today? I don't even remember. It's yesterday. Was it yesterday? Okay. What? So, yeah, we got we got a lot of new games coming out, so, yeah. I think that's everything, right? 
I'm just happy that I'm a gamer at this time. Yeah, no, it's it's an exciting time to be a video gamer. It's a really time is. to be a gamer, man. God damn it, isn't it? So yeah, that'll do it for episode 98 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Will. Corey. Thanks for listening, and get out of my basement. One, two, three, four.